Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome, everyone, to the Spotlight here on Fightful. I'm Jeremy Lambert. That is Steven Jensen. It is Thursday, January 4th. I'm about 20 minutes away from being awake for 24 straight hours, Steven Jensen. How are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I just woke up. I know you were uh, awake <laughs> throughout all of Wrestle Kingdom. Um, I've been swamped at my shoot job. We've been working overtime since I got back um, after the break. So I am exhausted. But outside of that, man. I had a pretty good, pretty good, pretty good night, I guess. I mean, I got like close to eight hours of sleep, so feeling. Oh, that must be good. nice. That, that's yeah, that's that's good. Let's talk about sleep here on this show. I don't know anything about it right now. Uh, appreciate everybody in the chat. Whether you are waking up early to join us or you have stayed up late 
to join us. We appreciate it. Uh, oh, I almost forgot. Shout out to Big Dick MLJ for the intro, as always. Oh, man. I'm I'm a little discombobulated, everyone, but we're going to get through this show. You know what I do have here, Jensen? It's about empty at this point. Uh, I got a G Fuel. We got Vinny Pacifico on the show. Uh, yep. He's in the crater spotlight a little bit later on. This is what got me through the night, this G Fuel. This is blueberry muffins. I'm not paid, so I can give an honest review of this. Not my favorite. Blueberry muffins, mm. not my favorite G Fuel flavor. It was, I got through it. I'm, I'm going to finish the, off the can, but I got to say it would not be my first choice. So there you go. I'm still waiting. As you'll hear in the interview with Vinny, I'm still waiting on my shipment of G Fuel. <laughs> so uh, he's been telling me for months that it's coming. Obviously, Vinny's a very busy guy. He just got back from Japan. All good, but um, I can't even tell you whether or not I like that G Fuel flavor, Jeremy, because I haven't tried it still. So it's apparently a Sheets exclusive. So apparently, you can only get it at Sheets, even if if you were looking for it. Anyway, so there you go. Get buy G Fuel. Don't buy G Fuel. We're not paid actually by by any of them. So what can you do? All right, everybody, we got some super chats. We appreciate you leaving super chats. Um, leave us a thumbs up on the video. Subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to Fightful Overbooked. I, I think the Wrestle Kingdom review is still going on on Fightful Overbooked. Uh, potentially, maybe. Um, if, if, if not, then watch that after you watch this. But subscribe to all of it uh, and go to Fightful.com. Check out all the news, all that fun stuff. Subscri- subscribe to Fightful Select. We appreciate all the support. And leave a super chat. Get your question, comment, statement read on the air uh we do have okay they, they finished up thank you maggie thank you maggie i appreciate Thanks, it maggie. uh d-lo Diggs says happy new year and trying to finish wrestle kingdom fell asleep on the pre-show d-lo get wait pre-show started at 1 30 man what that's that was hours ago we're pre-show d-lo come on you at least got to make it into the first match here you can see tjp with his new undead spooky gimmick that i i don't know if I, that's not for me i i do know that's not for me uh and shy town spares leave a super chat awesome truth quarter out true cody it's over i'm sorry steven i mean you wanna you wanna get into it you wanna just go ahead and hit the bumper yeah you wanna, you wanna get into this i need to finish the story in the wwe the story never finishes Jensen, finally, The Rock came back to WWE and he acknowledged the tribal chief, the head of the table, Roman Reigns. And it got the biggest pop, the biggest reaction that we've heard all year. And he's got Cody fans very very in their feelings i don't i don't feel like i have any other way to set it up jensen the rock's back he has acknowledged roman reigns cody might get boxed out here how are you feeling well <clears throat> I, I may look a little disheveled at the moment right like i got they got the neck beard going i'm gonna be an actual neck beard like fanboy right now i i have not had enough time to even shave in the last 
few days. Oh, by the way, Jeremy, I meant to tell you to you and your wife, I got your um, holiday uh, card in the mail. I find I, I went in and checked the mail for the first time in like a week the other day, and it was in there. So thank you guys very much for that. I, I've been meaning to to tell you happy holidays and thank you for that. Um, You're welcome. Don't kayfabe all of that because now if people are listening to this who have not gotten a holiday card from us, they might be angry. I'm very sorry. I, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus. I, I, I just now, it's literally sitting on my, on my couch to the left of me. I was like, I meant, I've been meaning to tell Jeremy. So th- thank you for the, thank you for the holiday card. I, I very much appreciate that. But one of the few cards that I get, I don't have too many close friends and family. So like it, it, it did mean a lot anyway. Sorry. Sorry for anyone who didn't get one, maybe next year. Um, that all said, I didn't send out any, so you, no one missed any from me. Um, <clears throat> let's get into the Cody stuff. So First is first, right? So, like, I, I I watched all of Raw. I watched the entire show, um, all three hours. I usually forget it's three hours because I watch it so like rarely. I'm like, I'm like about two hours in. I'm like, oh, this has been a damn good show. And then I'm like, oh, there's another hour. Damn, okay, this is a lot. Um, now this was around like the nine, around like nine fifty or so, about ten minutes before the, I think the ten o'clock is when they started really hyping up this former WWE champion making their return on Raw, and. At first, Jinder Mahal comes out, right? And I've never been more happy to see Jinder Mahal. I am <laughs> I am not a Jinder Mahal fan. Um, I'm okay with saying that. I don't think he's very good. Like, I don't think he was ever very good. I think the circumstances of him winning the WWE World Championship were very strange. And, like, he hasn't been any – he hasn't even sniffed that stratosphere ever since then. And it was a very particular reason he got the title, this and that. And that said, I'm not going to knock, like, the actual human being, like – if I was given the opportunity, if Vince McMahon came up to me out of the complete blue, I've been a jobber my entire career. And he was like, hey, Steven, I know you haven't won a match really in like years on this show. And we fired you and brought you back. Um, do you want the world title? I'd be like, yes, absolutely. I'm ready for the title. I mean, like, of, of course I would accept that, you know. Um, and to, to Jinder's credit, he came out and he cut a pretty good promo. It was very um, reminiscent of kind of like the Muhammad Hassan promos from back in the day where he's like, Listen, I'm not a bad guy. Y'all are like making me out to be this bad guy. I'm not a bad guy. You're you're treating me bad because of how I look. And he actually cut like a pretty good promo. And I was like, and I'm in my head, I'm like, this is amazing. Like, because like, but at the, the same time, I'm like, this has got to be a red herring, right? Like, there's no way that Triple H and all these people on social media hyping up the return of a WWE champion just for it to be Jinder Mahal. There's no way they're gonna do this unless they're really gonna push Jinder Mahal again and like try to go all the way with him, which didn't go good the first time. So I don't know why you do that again. And once again, the first time was for a very specific reason. And even that didn't really work. And for people who don't know or don't remember, Jinder's run was so bad with the title that like Brock Lesnar essentially refused to, to wrestle him for the title. And they've had to hot shot the belt over to AJ really quick and then did AJ and Brock instead. Because Brock was like, I'm not wrestling Jinder Mahal. So... Anyways, that all said, Jinder comes out. And I become the biggest Jinder Mahal fan in the world for like a few minutes. I'm like, oh, here we here we go, Jinder. All right, everyone, everyone's really salty. Maybe this is it. And then he just kept running down America, running down America, running down America. And I know you said it on Twitter, Jeremy. I mean, this would have been a good time for the American Nightmare to come out and defend America. Um, you know, the red, white, and blue. But he didn't do that. Instead. Howard. If you smell, and I'm like, oh, here it comes, here it comes, and it was a massive pop, and I figured that was going to be the case. There was a lot of rumors The Rock was going to be coming back. There was a picture of him and Nick Khan in the background and all that stuff. The Nancy Kerrigan tweet that John put up, I thought was pretty funny. Um, 
Was it Nancy? It was Nancy Kerrigan. Was she the one who hit, got hit, or hit? I just remember the name Nancy Kerrigan being attached to that that ice ice skating scandal. You remember? Yeah, Nancy Nancy Kerrigan hit the hit the girl. I forgot the other girl's name. Someone in the chat remember, remind me the name of the. I'll remember it immediately. I want to say Deanna Taurasi, but I know that's not it. That's a basketball player. For some reason, Definitely that's the name. That's stuck, but that's just the name that's stuck in my head, and that's why I can't. That's why I can't get past it and like remember who. I can't remember the name. Oh, Nancy, Nancy Tanya got Harding. hit. Sorry, I'm I'm being corrected. Nancy, Nancy got Tanya Harding. Okay, that yeah, was it. That that's Tanya why Harding. I'm getting confused there. Okay, Nancy Kerrigan got a hit. Okay. Tanya Harding is the one who 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 Sorry, put out the hit. Yes. Okay. Um, but Sean Sean Ross Sapp put up a tweet about like basically that Cody fans need to need to Tanya Harding, uh, the Rock right now because like Cody is about to get boxed out by the Rock. So anyway, the Rock comes out. He does his whole thing. Right. He does his whole. You know, it defends America. So for a minute, I'm like, okay, like, hold on a second. The Rock's out here talking a lot about defending America, but he's not really saying anything about Roman Reigns, not saying anything about the championship. Yeah, well, I think we're safe. So the whole Cody Rhodes support group starts coming out on Twitter. It's like me and Ibu from uh from Russell Purists and uh and uh Tiffany and Gunner and like all the Cody people that I'm always seeing. Um you know, always just that are that are rallying behind Cody. I see everybody. We're all we're all. Hey, we're we're safe. We're safe, guys. Like everything is okay. Like the Rock's just coming out and defending America. It's all good. And then right at the end, when he started talking about, I'm gonna leave here and like, where do I go sit when I when I get to the restaurant or whatever he was talking about? He's like, do I sit at a booth or whatever? Do I sit at the bar? And I was like, don't say it, dude. Do not. I knew I knew where it was going. And when he said, do I sit at the head of the table and the roof came off that place? I knew it was over. Like the rock is going to, is going to box out Cody. The only chance we have here is Cody Rhodes fans now. So there's two things, right. That, that are somewhat saving graces. One WWE would be insane to put the title on the rock after this run. Like if he was the one to beat Roman, it'd be crazy. But with the new ownership, I wouldn't put it past like the idea. Of, like we're, we're we're getting a little too comfortable, I think, in our own heads that like the Rock. There's no way the Rock would beat Roman. Now, like I said, it do, it would be a bad idea. The Rock's a part time guy. All these reasons why you wouldn't want to do that. Roman, it should be somebody. It should be Cody. It should be somebody to build the future. So that I agree with all of this. But just keep in mind, the decision makers now are Endeavor. And they're big time Hollywood execs. And like to them on paper and just perception wise, like we've already got the US title on Logan Paul being carried around as a prop, you know, basically just as a social media tool. Trading for a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Traded for a Super Bowl ring with Patrick Mahomes. I saw that. Logan Maverick. And if like, just think about that. You already have this other world title that Seth carries around that the company could perceive as like, okay, this is the one that like, you know, will be kind of more defended and it's on Raw and this and that. They could, I could easily see them being like, all right, well, we want the main title on The Rock. The Rock's the biggest star in the world. He'll carry that thing around. Like Seth, like the other title, we the one that's normally defended. And then this one, they carry around, they defend it, you know, a couple times a year. And like The Rock will be the champion of that. And every time The Rock wrestles, it'll be a humongous deal. And we'll get a ton of defended a couple times a year. No, I know, but I'm so that even actually strengthens my point. Like you could just do what the Romans doing just with the Rock. Like whoever has that title doesn't even have to be around much, based on what we've seen with Roman. Now, once again, 
I think that's a bad idea. I'm not by any chance endorsing this idea. I'm just saying I'm getting in the minds of, I'm, I'm getting in the minds of the same people who had just taken the company or had just, the sale was just going through around the time of last year's WrestleMania. And that could have potentially changed course with Cody back then on it. Like, and honest, honestly, like WrestleMania 39, it's very possible. Cody thought he was winning that match all the way up until right around the time of the show. And then Endeavor came in and they were like, listen, we're about to buy this thing. Roman works. Roman's proven. We want it to continue to be Roman. And they changed their minds. Who knows? The way that Cody looked after the coming out of that bus with his family before WrestleMania last year was like the nail in the coffin for a lot of people. Everyone was like, wait, he looks a little weird. And then people started kind of pointing out he looked kind of the same when he came out on Raw last night and started, or on Monday and started talking about Shinsuke in the, the commentary, not, you know, him not finishing his story. Anyways, I, I know about this obviously for a while. I want to get your thoughts on this, but my, my thing is this, right? If they do this outside of WrestleMania, if they do the rock and Roman at elimination chamber or sometime after WrestleMania or whatever, that's awesome. That, that works great, but it's hard for me to think that they're going to get the rock back and it won't be at WrestleMania. Like I feel like it, you know, so if that's the case, either Roman has to wrestle two nights or Cody is getting boxed out of WrestleMania's, title match with with roman so that's probably what likely i you know i don't i don't expect roman to wrestle twice don't get me wrong i don't expect that to happen i'm just saying so go ahead jeremy give me some thoughts and then we'll circle back around to me continuing to be salty about this i think rock is dennis rodman coming in here boxing the man out getting that rebound and the rebound is the wwe championship in this case i uh, i i I would like to 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 soothe you a little bit, Jensen. I would, but I'm also going to be honest about mm-hmm. things. Go ahead. I don't think this match is taking place at Elimination Chamber. I yep. do hope. I, I sincerely mean this. I do hope it does. I do hope it does for all the Cody fans out there mm-hmm. so Cody can get his story at WrestleMania and win it and – you can finish the story at WrestleMania for that reason. I truly do hope rock and Roman reigns takes place at elimination chamber. I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening because one that events on it, like 4 AM in the U S I understand it's a, you're not selling pay-per-views. You just watch it on Peacock, but like you're playing to the American audience. Yeah. You're not only playing to the American audience, at the timing of the event, you're playing to the audience during the buildup of that event. If you're going to have to be in Australia for five days before, four days before, however earlier they got to get over there, that kind of stuff, the coverage is not the same as when it's as an American event. It's just not. I'm talking about news coverage, national news coverage, which is what WWE gets when The Rock returns. People were covering... Uh, the Rock's return, all the big pop crave, all the the big pop culture and entertainment websites were just covering the return. They covered the return last time as well. They covered that. They're not. You're not going to get that same kind of coverage. You can't put The Rock on the Tonight Show Thursday before a show in Australia. You can the Thursday before WrestleMania. You can put mm-hmm. Roman on the Tonight Show. With that WWE title, that Thursday, that Friday before WrestleMania. You can't do that if they're over there in Australia. 
So the coverage is what I'm really looking at. And I'm thinking, yeah, they ain't doing this thing for, they ain't doing this thing for Australia. I understand the time people like, I know we, we got a good UK audience and everything. I completely understand all of that. WWE is an American company. That's, that's what I'm looking at here. They, they like the American mainstream coverage of all of this. They're not a UK based company. They are not an Australian based company. They go over there. They do their big events over there. They bring good shows over there. Money in the bank last year was a great show. Clash of the castle was a great show. Like they, they, and they brought out John Cena at money in the bank last year. That was in England. They will do big shows. They get good coverage over there it is different when we were talking about the week leading up and we were talking about the potential of a wrestlemania match yeah i mean i can't argue with any of that like um it's i mean that's and that's the other line of thinking right would be like well could cody finish his story before wrestlemania and that seems unlikely also there's a chance but like i just feel like that's i think honestly huh i went right i know exactly i i because on uh on smackdown it's uh la knight and aj styles and who orton orton of course so that's the next challenger for roman at elimination chamber so No, that's at that's at Rumble. They're facing. Rumble oh, of course, Rumble. of course. That's right. I, I keep I keep forgetting. We got Rumble and then Elimination Chamber and then. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, it's it's this is this is tough. I mean, because it's honestly now it's making me think. Roman gets through this WrestleMania and like Cody's next chance might be WrestleMania forty one potentially. And once what about again, SummerSlam? I, Why couldn't you do it at SummerSlam? You could you you know what you could do it at SummerSlam. You can kind of that's got some parallels, kind of to Luger also. You know what I mean? I've made a lot of those comparisons, like Luger not winning the title and all that stuff. But like Cody actually getting the job done would be cool. It's kind of like a redo in a lot of ways. They have Cody uh, travel on a bus around the country, like leading into SummerSlam. Um, but uh, I that I mean that actually that's honestly that's probably the most likely. But you would just think that like Roman isn't going to lose this thing unless it's at WrestleMania. You would think, but they could try. Where, where's SummerSlam going to be this year? Hasn't been announced yet. Okay. Depending on the location of SummerSlam, I could see it potentially being Cody, like winning. But I'll, but once again, like if, if Roman, I, I just have it stuck in my head that Roman won't lose this thing unless it's at WrestleMania because of just how big of a deal it's meant to be. So, um. Cleveland is this is Fightful Select report from keep in mind this is from October of mm-hmm. last year. Uh Cleveland is like in the running for it. And There's no way I, he would win the title in Cleveland. I mean, how it's not, dare it's not, you? Listen, I'm just I'm saying like I'm like it would be a, it would have to be like a major market. Like it'd have to be like in, like in L.A. or like in New York or I mean obviously I'm sorry. It happen, like Atlanta. Like, it'd be huge because it'd be Cody in Atlanta. Cleveland, where hard work is born, hard work is bred. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, listen, that would be uh, Royal Rumble legend Drew Carey was from Cleveland. I remember that. Um, 
No, listen, I'm not knocking Cleveland, but you know what I mean. Like, if it's, it, I just feel like yeah, this Cleveland big... sucks. I don't know why they even bring <laughs> SummerSlam here. It's great for me. It's 45 minutes away from where I live. It's fantastic. I'd love for Cody and Roman to go down at this show. Jensen, come on, Jensen. You could, you could stay in the basement or something if you would like. I'll have to drive. I'd love for it to be in Cleveland, but I don't know why it would be, ever be in Cleveland that you yeah. want to do this show. I, I agree. I mean, and, but, you know, I feel like I would have heard something if like Atlanta was an option, like I would have heard something from someone and maybe, I mean, maybe it's a, but like, that would be, obviously that'd be the ideal place would be Atlanta because Cody's from Atlanta. The place would, every time Cody comes to town, we pack it out, no matter what company he's in, even like an AEW when like the tickets weren't like the best selling, like people were there. Even when Cody was getting booed by most of the fan base, people, right, most here's- people in Atlanta were cheering him here's here's my uh suggestion jensen all right you're gonna like this promise rock and rock and roman doesn't need the title right that's what everyone keeps saying rock and roman doesn't need the title doesn't need the title where is let let me look at the wwe schedule here hold on and this the schedule doesn't really matter we'll just we'll just make make this up it's all it's a complete hypothetical that's not happening anyway so i might as well act like uh, the, the schedule doesn't matter in this complete hypothetical. Raw, oh, you know what? They're in Atlanta, Georgia on January 19th. Oh, yeah. I'll be there. First SmackDown. I'll be there. Move the show. Move it from the State Farm Arena to the Georgia Dome. Cody and Roman, Georgia Dome. Hot shot that shit on television like it's Goldberg and Hogan all over again baby what could go wrong dude that would be the greatest thing of all time i mean that's i'm very very down for that idea um i mean i've already got tickets for the for the raw at state or the smackdown rather at state farm they're same they're same seats that i used uh when i went to, went to that box for raw last time they were in atlanta and stayed safe for cody's uh cody's entrance and his, his segment and then pretty I mean, much left, left right away yeah um I respect honestly yeah, I mean, I listen. I beat the traffic. It was I was there to see Cody. Well, I, I got I got Cody time. Uh, on you know, I got to see his entrance. Got to be a part of the singing the song with everybody. Went and bought multiple signed uh, promo posters that he that he put out. Got his you know his Funko Pop. Uh, got this hat. I mean, I watched Cody stuff. It was awesome. Um, and then uh, yeah, and then I left and I beat the traffic. It was sweet. I watched the rest of Raw at home. It was, it was great. Um, now that said, SmackDown, I will say for the entire show, of course, if uh, if the main event is Cody Rhodes challenging for the championship. But hey, I mean that's the best idea you've ever had, Jeremy. Right there, <laughs> I, I love that. Um, I'd be fine with them moving it over to the dome and then uh, and having Cody win this thing. I mean, and I agree. Obviously, Cody or sorry, Roman of the Rock doesn't need the title, but it does. It does add to it. Like I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like cope or front or whatever and be like, like there's no value in the idea of that being a championship match because there is still the interest of Roman. Like, who's gonna finally beat Roman? And like, The Rock would have a real chance at doing. I mean, a lot of people think he wouldn't, but I, you, you all have to keep in mind the the public perception that the WWE is going for right now and all the rewriting and history they're doing and everything. Like they, I, I think it would be a bad idea in a lot of ways to put the title on the rock uh, to have him be the one to beat Roman specifically would be a bad idea, but storyline wise, it makes sense. Him coming in and saving the family and like reclaiming the head of the table and in PR wise, it makes sense because like WWE would get a ton of mainstream attention 
And so it's like in the rock, once again, carrying that title around whenever he's like on the red carpet of doing, you know, movies or whatever, he's, he's like heavily linked back to the WWE and the WWE would want that and never would want that. So, I mean, I, it's, this is, if you're a Cody Rhodes fan, you should be concerned. I mean, you should. I don't um, think, I don't think rocks winning the title. I, I didn't even, that never crossed my mind. I don't know why you'd put, I, I understand your point of why you would put the title on the rock, but I don't know how often rock showing up to these press events with this title and stuff. He can do that anyway. He can just hold the, hold the friggin' it goes all these sports events and they do all the custom titles and stuff now. Like True. They, can, they can already do all that kind of stuff. I think they, they do the match because the match is there to do and Roman winning the match makes the most sense of he's beaten the one guy who is looked at as the head of the table above him, who is the reason why he is a bloodline at the level that he is because the rock has done things that no one else in this business have done. So I, yeah, I I don't think rock is going to win the title. If anything, it just delays Cody winning it. And that's going to be the issue because you never know what could go wrong after this kind of stuff. You never know if Cody gets hurt, Roman gets hurt. Somebody else catches fire that, you know, CM Punk coming back was not not a thought to be a thing. And then he did. It's like, oh, maybe Punk can be the one to end Roman. Maybe Seth really catches fire. There's a really good built-in story with Seth winning that title from Roman, by the way. Because Cody doesn't need to win the title from Roman. I know that's the thing that makes the most sense. But the the, the story is winning the title, right? It doesn't have to be Roman. Yeah. I mean, that's true. I just think it means way more if it is Roman. Like, I'm with you. But, but, I, but I'm also, you know, I, 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 that, that's, that's really the big fear, right? Is like, I mean, even this past year, like LA Knight got really popular, right? And people were like, it should be him. It should be him. And I would say they're sitting back going, like, it's, it's not, it shouldn't be him. But this like, is, this is where Roman. I, I don't know this for certain. This is me throwing out more just conspiracy theory stuff. So the Rock and Roman match was talked about. Rock admitted this, that it was talked about maybe even close to happening at 39, right? Mm-hmm. I think Roman took that and was like, let me keep this title for another year. It didn't happen at 39. Let's give it another year. We can make this happen at 40. And now they're making it happen at 40. Yeah. Well, you remember how they tried, how screwed Sting got because of that same exact line of thinking? Like, that, if you, for people that don't know, back in Wrestle, was it WrestleMania 31 when Sting and Triple H finally wrestled each other? Yeah. When Sting, WrestleMania 31. When he came in and he wrestled Triple H, a lot of the criticism was that Sting lost the match. Like, after all this time, Sting finally comes to the WWE. Not only does he not wrestle The Undertaker, which is what everyone wanted, he loses a Triple H. And I've heard Triple H in interviews since say, well, the reason we did that was because we had commitment from The Rock that I was going to wrestle him the next year at WrestleMania. So, like, I needed the win that year to build to The Rock the following year. And they wound up doing some stuff, like, with uh, with uh, Ronda and all that stuff and Stephanie. Yeah. And 
Um, and then The Rock didn't do WrestleMania the next year. So Sting just lost that match for absolutely no reason. So like it's hard, it's hard, it's hard for me to like, you know, what happens if The Rock's like, yeah, I was I was down, and then like this really great movie came around and like I I got to push. Well, I think I think at that point, if if Rock didn't do the match this year, then it, it probably would have just been Cody. Cody would have done the match, he right. would have finished the story. They waited the year to see if Rock would do it. I don't think Rock comes back in the fashion he came back on Monday, drops the I, line he drops on Monday. I agree. And then you don't deliver on this. That'd be crazy. That'd be insane. I mean, they, yeah. One other Rock's other thing some too. PR hits with In and Out Burger <laughs> right now, but I, I think he's smart enough to know <laughs> I should probably deliver on this one after dropping this line. That man was yeah. blown up on Monday too. That what? match. I'm going to be excited for it because I don't care about your five-star classics. I, I like the, the slow pace. Give me a nice crowd engaging 15 minute match. I'm all for that. That's what this is going to be. Cause rock can't rock ain't working at a fast pace and Roman Roman works at the pace he works at anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, if Roman beats The Rock, which is what I would expect to happen, which makes the most sense, at that point, it's like, kind of like you mentioned before, there's no one left at the table, you know? And there's no one that's going to be bigger in that family than The Rock. Like, there's no one else you can find, really almost like even oh, I got in the it. world. I got it for you, Jensen. You ready? Mm. Ready for this? Okay. Roman and, and Rock Mania... You're not going to like this, by the way. I'm just preparing you now. Okay. Roman and Rocket Mania, we do that match, right? What does Cody do at Mania if he doesn't face Roman? He probably wrestles uh, in some sort of match. Well, they're doing Rollins and Punk. I don't want to get him. I don't want him involved in that at all. But if that's where you're heading with this, I don't know. No, I'm not. Other than that, uh, Logan Paul, US title. I don't know. I mean. That, that 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 makes some some sense, but here's here's my thought. You got Rock and Roman. What match do we need uh, aside from that? Who cost Cody last year at WrestleMania? Uh, Cody Solo. versus Solo. Yeah. Cody versus Solo. Solo wins clean, clean as a sheet. And then he steps up to Roman. He says, "I helped you all these times. I beat." I helped you beat Cody. I helped you beat Drew. I took out John Cena on my own. I took out Cody Rhodes on my own. Solo steps up. He's the tribal heir. He steps up to Roman. And he's the one who dethrones Roman. So if I wasn't a massive Cody Rhodes fan, I actually kind of like the idea of that. Um, okay. I'm, I'm not, listen, I'm not the biggest. I don't dislike Solo at all. I just, I I think there that's a lot of faith to put in him. Like, like if he's the next guy, um, cause I don't know if he's shown that like I, everything he's shown up to this point has been, has been good. Like, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> and I liked him. <clears throat> excuse me. I, I cover, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I cover NXT level up for, uh, for the weekender. And like solo started his WWE run in level up. So like, I was even aware of him then when he was like really getting started. And even back then I was like, why didn't I call him Uso? Like I knew he was the Uso's brother, but they never really, and this is before he was even in the bloodline. And so I'm very aware of his like trajectory. <clears throat> and my, I guess my 
reservations would be more along the lines of like face of your company. I don't know how he would be in like a long promo or anything like that. Not none of them one needs to do that for the wrestling character, but like the guy, whoever beats Roman Reigns is clearly supposed to be positioned as like the next face of the company, like the next person who's going to do the interviews that does, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't see that as that being solo, at least yet. For all we know, Solo's hilarious and he has like the personality of the rock or whatever. And like his brothers, it's just, he doesn't show it yet because of the character that's possible. Um, and I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, for the position for him to have been put in, literally thrown into the fire right into the deep end from the second he debuted on that show, Solo has has um, delivered. I want to give him all the credit in the world. What he did to Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania was completely screwed up, and I have nightmares about it all the time. Um, American nightmares. And he and yeah, that just the the image of him holding Cody and hitting him with that thumb is just that's just the worst thing ever. Um, but I'll give him his credit where 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 he deserves it. I mean, he he has he was putting in it. He was put in a spot that a lot of people, people in his own family, like like I mean, and this isn't the same degree, but I mean, just think about even like Manu and Legacy. You know what I mean? Like that could have been Solo. You know, like you know, it's but it wasn't Solo. Solo, you know, is is killing it. So I'll just I'll just put it out there that like I think that what you just said actually in storyline for storyline purposes makes really good sense because after the Rock, that's like that's the head of the table roman takes him out roman is definitively the head of the table he's being this show is sponsored by better help if you had an extra hour in your day what is the first thing that you would do read a book take a nap play some video games do something for a friend volunteer a lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time but the question is time for what and if it was unlimited how would you go about using it The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash fightful it's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash fightful everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And all the other family members. Um, at that point, I would have, like, like Jimmy and Jay would, should wrestle each other at WrestleMania this year. And, you know, you figure that stuff out. Heyman might have to start kind of choosing sides. Maybe Punk kind of gets a little involved because, like, Punk and Heyman's background or whatever. And... I think it would make sense for Solo to challenge Roman, but 
personally speaking, like, so what, what I think is actually even more likely now is the rock and Roman at WrestleMania Roman retains Roman and solo by like SummerSlam or like the rumble, you know, the next year. And then Cody's got his next shot at WrestleMania 41 and he gets the job done. Cause at that point, Roman is, has literally taken out the entire family, but by then hopefully he's completely alone. I think that's part of this story too, is like every, every basically losing all the people that helped him beat Cody the original time. And, or either the one of the things that has to happen, either, either, Roman loses pretty much the entire bloodline. So he has no backup and he's finally on his own and, and he can't beat Cody or the entire bloodline outside of maybe like the rock basically reforms and they're stronger than ever by the next, the next time. But Cody actually has enough backup ready and they're prepared this time to take all of them out during the match to leave it open for Cody. But I don't know if we or, can trust Cody with that game plan, honestly. Yeah. It didn't he work last year. The ball last, it didn't year. Work last year. And and the 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 other thing to this too, which is very possible, is Cody gets another shot at Roman and Roman beats him again. That's very possible. So, and I'm not ignorant to thinking that that's a possible. After last year's WrestleMania, anything's possible. Like I was sure that Cody was winning that title at WrestleMania 39. I was positive that was happening. And now we're another year out, and I, I've said it a thousand times, and I know we talk. It's, it's crazy. But with every year that we we're, we're getting, we're getting a little bit closer to to Bruno. I know it'd be like 2028 before that happened, but you get you get through 2024, all of a sudden you're into 2025. You're only three years away, and Roman only has to wrestle like two, three, four times a year, whatever it is. And like the ho- ho- another thing is, we have other other milestones coming up. Like there was like a Hogan run and a Backlund run that like he can pass within like the next couple of years. So I just. I'm just throwing out all these possibilities of like anybody who has it in their mind that like Romans for sure losing at this date or that date for sure to this person or that person for all we know, that would be sitting back going, Oh, it's going to be Braun breaker five years from now. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. So, um, I mean, the one thing that's really, uh, that bothers me, it doesn't bother me. It would bother me if Cody doesn't finish the story is that they keep talking about it on commentary. Every time you see Cody, Michael Cole or whoever's on commentary is like, Cody's trying to finish the story. Last year, Cody didn't get to finish the story. Cody's doing everything he can to get the Royal Rumble, finish the story, finish the story. If he never finishes the story after leaving the company, founding AEW, and then coming back, and he still never gets this thing, that's crazy to me. And 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 it gets less and less likely, unfortunately, with every passing day, because the options are to continue to open up for other people. Punk came back. I mean, one day we could get MJF. They could be waiting on. They could be waiting on guys like Ricky Starks. They've already got Jade Cargill. Like there, they could get Jack Perry, depending on what his status is eventually and stuff. Like there's, like there are people. I'm not just saying that all these people are going to be like the heir apparent to Roman. I'm just saying like they are. There are going to be people in the coming years that get put in the WWE system that are going to get pushes because they're very, very talented that aren't even there right now yet that we aren't even thinking about. So go ahead, Jeremy. Go ahead and troll. Let's go and do it. Let's go ahead and do it. Please let the record show that Jensen has lost his mind so much right now that he is concerned about Jack Perry coming in and beating Roman Reigns. 
Man, there's footage. Please of Jack let the Perry. record show that. There's footage of Jack Perry front row with his dad at WWE events when he was a kid. They can run that and and, and build up videos. He's always been a WWE fan, and he's finally starting his wrestling journey because he's never he's like they can totally ignore. Listen, and he he doesn't even. I don't care what company this happens in. If Jack Perry returns and his theme song is "Cry Me a River" by Justin Timberlake, he's my favorite wrestler outside of Cody Rhodes. Like so, um, Jack but, Jack Perry. Jack Perry is not coming after Roman Reigns. If Jack Perry comes to WWE, he's going after, Go after Punk. Punk. I know. Yeah, I, I know. I'm, I listen. I'm, obviously, I'm I'm trolling to a degree, but I'm also casting a really wide net, and I'm also <laughs> I get just what trying to prove, I'm just trying to prove a point that like not only can people get hot that are in the company, not only can injuries happen, there are people the WWE has their eyes on outside of the WWE, or that could be in the NXT system that they could have their mind that they're like this could be our next person. So we want to maybe wait because there's the other thing too that we have to also keep in mind that no matter how much i love cody rhodes and no matter how over he is and how much his fan base loves him and how much the wwe universe has has taken to him since his return and how over he is and how the the trajectory from like him coming back to wwe and like even after losing last year though the the woe chants getting louder and louder and people singing the song across all these different countries. I saw it a baseball game recently. The whole crowd was doing it. Like all that aside, this guy still years ago took his ball and quit the WWE, went and founded the competition and came back for all we know, no matter what he does, Triple H, Vince, the powers that be, they're like, he, he'll he'll never actually be our guy. It doesn't matter how like he did that, and like we're all no matter who like whoever wins Roman's going to be one of our guys who didn't do that. It's going to be Seth. It's going to be so and so. I you know so I'm just keeping that in mind too. There could be a level of pettiness there too, where like they love doing business with Cody. They're making a ton of money, selling a ton of merch, but he's not going to be the guy to beat Roman because he left and did what he did, and now he's back. You know, I who knows? I think Laparka just died. No way! Like the original, the original Lapar. Well, because there's the two. I just wanted don't I don't want to mix them up. There's the Park yeah, and then LA Park. Uh, uh, they just uh, Triple A. Sorry, that went a completely weird turn for the everybody, man, dude. Um, that's a bummer, yeah, man. Triple A. Because this was like the original Laparka that like had to become LA Park that you're talking about, like from WCW. I, yeah, I think- yeah, I, I think it's the the WCW, like Laparka, that that passed away. Uh, yeah, 1966. Man, well, wrestling. there was there was one yeah. that passed. I I get confused. Yeah. with them because there was the one that passed a few years ago, right? And then I think the the W the one that passed a few years ago was like the original, and this. The one that passed just now, L.A. Park. Oh, okay. No, I think you're right. The no? the original, the original Laparka was the one he passed away a few years ago. I'm I'm yeah. pretty sure because it gets confusing for people because basically what wound up happening, if I remember correctly, there was the original Laparka in WCW. He left WCW or like so. I think AAA. Someone actually, someone else actually owned the Laparka gimmick and name so that actually wound up becoming somebody different and the original la parka became la park so there was like two la parkas simultaneously wrestling in different places um 
That's why it's confusing. Oh, hold on. Yeah, I'm very. Oh no, no, no. I see what it is. Okay, no. Um, I apologize. I completely threw everything off. The original, the original who passed uh, in 2020, they're celebrating his birthday today. Oh. It's January 4th. The problem okay. is this graphic says 1966 to 2024. So oh. I am thinking that they have passed. Yeah. Because usually if you don't put the, if they've passed previously, you don't put the year just because that's their birthday. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. There's already cool. the confusion with a parka anyway, with the various parkas. Uh, yeah, that was a, that was a bad graphic. I'm sorry, everybody. That's, that's my fault. I was trying to read, read the the text and then the graphic completely threw me off. I don't know why they would put 2024 on the graphic to make it, it seem like 2020. Yeah. 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 When he passed in 2020, like usually it'd be, Hey, we're celebrating his birthday, but he passed in 2020. I've never seen yeah. it where like we're celebrating his birthday the but the graphic is for this year because it makes it seem like he passed this year yeah no i've i've ne- that that's super confusing but i don't blame you for uh trying to show some respect i mean I, you know that's but anyway yeah I, that's ha- happy all right well i just completely uh threw off the entire show there my my apologies everybody it's okay i mean Um, we're uh i mean we're we're in a pretty good spot as far as like you know i don't really know what else more i can really say that we haven't already about like the cody and the rock um situation right now like there's 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 options um there's a lot of different ways you could eventually get the title to cody um but i just don't see it happening really anytime soon unless unless somehow is there an option? I mean, The Rock could or the Roman could wrestle both nights at WrestleMania. I just, I just don't see it happening. Um, no, Roman's not wrestling both nights at Mania. Yeah, I, um, I don't see that. Uh, Shytown Spurs left a super chat saying, "I knew it was over when regular sports accounts were tweeting about The Rock yeah. over the college football playoff." This is what WWE is, though business first. Yeah, they're gonna make a lot of money with The Rock yeah. in this position. A whole lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, and there was also something else I was going to say about that off that super chat. Where is it? Oh yeah. It wasn't just, uh, just like sports mainstream. I saw like, they're like big, like movie accounts and stuff tweeting it. Yeah. I mean, it was like, yeah, this, yeah. I mean, that's literally the whole reason you bring the rock back is, I mean, it's, it's, it's working for the intended purpose. Um, if I was such a huge Cody Rhodes fan, this I, I this would be so different. But it's you know I just I'm I'm stuck in this tough spot of like the one thing. It's funny because like I rarely tweet during wrestling. I rarely I rarely watch Raw, you know. But like I was I was watching Raw this past Monday and I was like tweeting during the show and stuff. And it was funny because like a lot of the people that were like responding and stuff they agreed with me. But then you also get you know the people get really really angry and like breathe like super heavy into their keyboards and like type in all caps and stuff. And they like, like they tell you, it was so funny. This one guy was like, I don't even know who you are. And I was like, okay. And like, I looked at his profile, like, of course he's following me. You know, it's like, it's like, but I didn't want to be like Sean and like post a screenshot or whatever. But I was like, okay, that's kind of strange. So, like, and I literally responded, I was like, you understand, like, this is the only thing I care about this company, right? Like, I'm not even like gonna front. Like, this is like, this, the whole reason I'm watching this is because of Cody. 
And it's like, man, this sounds like a sad life to live. And it's like, okay, but like, I, I'm not going to sit there and like explain to every person that like, like the, the background and why I'm such a fan and stuff. But, um, you know, at the very least it's getting people talking. I mean, that, that's what it's meant to do. Uh, it's meant to make people debate and decide what, you know, what's going to happen. It's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, the rock hasn't wrestled a real match since Cena, like almost yeah. 10 years ago. He had the like five second thing with, uh, oh. with Eric Roman technically, but it's over 10 um, years ago. It was 29. That, that was wow. 29. You're right. Yeah. So, um, there's going to be a whole generation of people similar to CM Punk that have never even seen the rock wrestle live before. I mean, this is a big deal for, for a lot of people. So, um, you know, Cody, if you hear me, Teal, all the, all the fans, we got effed again, y'all. I think it's a bummer. It's a real bummer. Hopefully things work out. Hopefully Cody gets that title. Um, I don't know what else to say. It's, it's it's pretty demotivating as a Cody fan seeing all that. So. Yeah, usually Cody, it's he should have come out there and punched the rock in the face. He's kind of a coward, honestly. I agreed with like, your tweet about that. Like, like the rocks, even even before the head of the table comment, like the rocks out there defending America, and you're out, you're you got the you got the red, white, and blue tattooed on your neck, dude. Like, go out there and go out yeah. there and defend America harder than the rock does. Yeah, he's got to fight back, man. Like Rock's just coming in again. He's Dennis Rodman, just boxing him out. Cody's got to learn a swim move, a spin move, whatever he's got to do here to, to get that rebound over, over the rock. Because right now he's getting boxed out. Gotta learn the sky hook. Feeling like Kareem, I'm throwing host with Cardi goggles on. Shout out to my man. Anyway, go ahead and just, you got anything else to talk about with, uh, with this? Cause I, 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 the closer we get to like, the Royal Rumble, the more heated I'm going to get because, like, depending on what happens with Cody there, I mean, we got a long way to go before WrestleMania still in a lot of ways. Um, you know, I... But, I mean, last... I, I, what else What else can I say? I mean, I'm trying to stay pretty level-headed about the whole situation, but I was obviously pissed off on, on Monday. I was like, what? Why? Uh, you know, it is, it is what it is. Um, all right. Last, last thing. What... I'm going to probably ask you this every week. What is your, your worry meter? I know it's got to be high this week that Cody is not going to finish the story at WrestleMania out of 10. Oh man. I've gone from like low key irked adjacent to like pissed off. So I'd say like, um, like a one to 10. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it on the Portnoy uh, uh, one-byte scale with decimal points. I'll say it's like uh, where we're at right now with the uncertainty and thinking that it'll probably be Roman and the Rock and Cody gets boxed out. I'll say it'll probably solid in like 9.7. I mean, we're way up there. Like, I could still get more. Like, like when it's confirmed that the, that Cody's being boxed out, then we'll be at a 10 out of 10. And that's, that's right. threat level midnight, and I'm going to absolutely <laughs> lose it. So... Uh, I'm gonna play this bumper just to pop myself. I'm old and I'm fucking tired, and I work with fucking children. <laughs> I'm tired of wrestling these kids that think they uh, they know everything. It has yeah. absolutely nothing to do with anything going on in AW, but I thought I'd lighten the mood with that one. Thanks. Um, AW. It happened last year. Uh, that's that's a joke, and also it does feel like it was forever ago. The devil is Adam Cole everybody 
the devil is Adam Cole revealed at AW World's End. He is joined by Wardlow, Roderick Strong, Matt Taven, and Mike Bennett last night on Dynamite or earlier this morning if you're on my sleep schedule. Um, we got the big promo from Adam Cole saying saying that MJF will not come back, that he needed to tear MJF down from the inside and he needed to uh, you know, do this for himself. And then he, he needed to rediscover who he was. And Taven and Bennett had the tag team titles, the ROH tag team titles. Roddy's going after the um, international title. And Wardlow's going after the world title. But don't worry, he's appreciated. But he's also going to give the title to Adam Cole once Adam Cole gets healthy. And then... Here came the Bullet Club Gold with Jay White and the guns. And then here come the acclaimed. They've solved the mystery two weeks after they wanted to solve the mystery. They got they got there. They got there, everybody, to solve the mystery. What do you think of Adam Cole being the devil and then the, the first promo from this group, the Undisputed Kingdom? So Adam Cole being the devil was the most obvious uh, choice, but the one that made the most sense, which I'm – totally fine with i'm not one of those people that gets upset everyone's like swerves for the case of, of just swerving like i if, if if you got a good story and it makes sense like i'm if the execution's good and the matches are good and stuff like i'm i'm all about it so i'm cool with adam cole being the devil because he, he should have been based on the story and everything um as far as other stuff that like was noticeable when when wardlow kind of looked a little bit like like when he mentioned that Wardlow's going to win the title and give him the title which is basically what like Luchasaurus just did for Christian. I Wardlow's reaction seemed kind of like, no, <laughs> like he was kind of like smiling. He wasn't like, yeah, I'm going to give this to you. He was like, like, yeah, okay. I'm going to give this to you. Um, so that'll be interesting to see if that ever happens. Uh, if we get to that point. I don't see Wardlow winning the title. Um, but listen, the Adam Cole promo Tell me when he was telling lies. Like Adam Cole pretty much came out and cut a completely true, essentially babyface promo on MJF, like which was interesting to me because MJF is a babyface now because of the the reaction he's getting from the crowd. But everything Adam Cole said was true. He was like, "I got to this guy before he could get to me. I did this and that. Like this was all because MJF's a terrible person. He's done all this bad stuff to all these other people. The people behind me." Like, 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 like Wardlow, are y'all going to sort of forget like what he did to this guy? Like that Ward, like it's like y'all were cheering Wardlow. They didn't say all this, but it's like, it's all implied. It's like y'all were all cheering Wardlow to, to beat up MJF and take him out because of how he was treated. Now all of a sudden Wardlow is the bad guy for, for, for beating up MJF. Like, you know, so it's one of those things where obviously Adam Cole's being positioned as a heel. It's meant to be a heel group, but what he was saying on the microphone was nothing he said was like a lie. You know, it was like, oh, okay, I totally understand why you would hate, why, why this group of people would hate MJF, because MJF was a terrible human being. MJF is still a terrible human being. It's just people are cheering it. Like, he hasn't really changed much. He's not, he's not talking about, you know, these crazy stories that he was about his, his upbringing, like, uh, you know, the, uh, what was that one story? I don't even want to get into it. The one that was like the car crash story that we talked about and stuff. Like, like, they're, like he's, he's done some despicable stuff in his character. That like should not be cheered. So like it's kind of like Adam Cole's doing a lot of people a big favor by by taking him out. 
But once again, because of the circumstances, because MJF is, is being cheered, they're heels. So I want to throw that out there too. Like when I was listening to the promo, I was like, Adam Cole, all the reasons Adam Cole would have attacked MJF seemed pretty justified, actually. He was justified in it. And it, you know, people, are, people are saying that there, there can be truce in what heels are saying. Drew McIntyre, I think, has been a very yeah. good example of that because a heel always thinks they are speaking their own truth. And it's up to you to decide and how how it's delivered, and of course who they are, uh, who are they are going after, is also a big thing. I think that's where this can get a little muddy. Is their their heels, but Bullet Club is also pretty much heels. They're not the the nicest people in the world. The acclaimed being factored in, they are they are definitely baby faces. So at least with them there, you do have someone to to sort of cheer four against two two factions that are very well established as heels um i didn't i didn't fully love the promo i gotta say it felt very the firm of like mm. here's who we are here's what we're going after but one guy right now can't really walk and wrestle and so the leader. he's yeah. gotta yeah the leader on top of that he's gotta like roll outside the ward bow thing just felt weird of like we appreciate him he's going after the world title and he's just gonna give it to me it's like you're already hinting and setting up his heel turn i guess technically his baby face turn i and then it was like samoa joe pleasure doing business with you you're just holding that title warm for wardlow shouldn't have wardlow like probably just beat mjf's ass then because he was already gonna do that like why did you need samoa joe to do that right, exactly why would you have you? warlow be the one to beat mjf for the title you know what yeah. i mean like like in storyline for reason like you would put out you would get warlow in a position to get him in the ring with mjf and then you would carry out this plan like smojo wouldn't even be involved yeah exactly yeah yeah so there was a few things i was like eh not my favorite stuff in the world i love heel adam cole i think he's much much better as a heel uh, if if the the idea and I've seen people say this, if the idea is uh, Kylo Riley is basically jumping out Wardlow, I'm cool oh. with that. I, oh yeah. One, I would just want to see Kylo Riley back in the yes. ring. Um, and I think that makes sense for it. Then Wardlow on his own, I don't know where that goes because that hasn't gone well before. So I don't know sort of how that plays out if he. If, He's a lone wolf Wardlow, whatever he wants to be there. Um, so it, it wasn't my my favorite promo of all time, I will say. It did not feel like this. When he was focused on MJF, that was the stuff that I liked. I liked that part of it. The other stuff, it, it felt, I understand like, okay, let's establish it. But like, you don't always need to say these things. You can just kind of, do things and the Wardlow stuff was still just weird to me. I don't know how you kind of make sense of that. Like he's in a group that appreciates him. He's also just going to hand me the title. It's like you, yeah, you kind of right then, which is, I guess the point, but why are you establishing that right off the bat when you've done all this work to get him in the group and get him part on your side? Right, exactly. Like, why would Warlow agree to that circumstance? Like, um, 
And then, but you do have the built-in background between Wardlow and Samoa Joe from the TNT title stuff, which you at least can make sense of the two of them wrestling each other, like because of some history. So, I mean, there are ways you can make some of, some of this make sense, but I'm with you. Like, it's kind of, it, 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 kind of lame and kind of str- weird that like he's kind of going down the row and he's like, this is, you know, this is Wardlow and this is what he's going to do. I'm Adam Cole and this is what I'm going to do. I, this is the kid. This is a uh, uh, Roger strong and he's my, you know, my best friend. And this is what he's going to do. And so uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily totally against it though. Like I, I don't know. I guess I'm indifferent. I, I thought that the, what Adam Cole was saying about MJF was, was on point as well. Um, but then the rest of it, the Wardlow stuff is really what threw me off probably the most of anything. Um, but I will say, I thought that Dynamite in general was a really, really good show last oh, night. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I'm sure people uh, are loving Dynamite and are like, oh, we're, we're nitpicking and everything. I haven't read everything on the, the chat. But like, yeah, overall, and we'll, we'll talk about Diana here in a second because uh, that, that was the other spotlight from this. But yes, overall, Dynamite, I thought, was was a great show. The, the in-ring stuff was fantastic. Uh, I love Mariah May's debut, in-ring debut, and then the Diana, the uh, Diana afterwards. I love the swerve and Daniel Garcia main event as well. Like they, they did some, and I, I love the promos to set that up as well. Yeah. Uh, Garcia, the little vignette. I'm glad we're kind of keeping that now that the Continental Classic is over. I think that that goes a long way and stuff. This was really my only complaint about Dynamite was this segment. And you know, it opened the show. It was a, it's been a big overarching factor in AEW. The devil stuff has been on, going on for two months. That's how they closed their pay-per-view. That's how they opened this show with a big 20 minute in ring segment that felt kind of straight out of WWE. Honestly, like dynamite used to be, you know, you're going to get this great match right off the bat. And here we got this 20 minute segment talking segment right off the bat well i will say like also to the for, for the first segment um i liked the new like music and stuff for undisputed kingdom i am um, i i agree with maggie i'll put this on the on the screen she says um she doesn't understand why wardlow would agree to this like to be in the group as he was in the same boat when he was mjf slacky which is true like he always kind of feels like we already went through all this and same with uh, the pinnacle like it never nothing really came of that but he was kind of in the same position in the pinnacle um also, I want to say really quick before we get into the other spotlight with Deanna, um, Mariah May's uh, debut, I, I really enjoyed. And Mariah, I had known of, I've talked about on the show before, I had known of her just as, like when she was a fan. She had like, we had like mutual friends and they would like cosplay as like wrestlers at like wrestling shows and stuff like that. Like um, our friend Kayla, who uh, did the Church of Joshi. Um, she, I remember, because we're both from Nashville. So I remember like the two of them like would like, take pictures that shows together like his fans and stuff. And so it's so cool to see how good Mariah's gotten in such a short amount of time. Like she's really talented and she looks amazing. I think she's just super marketable. So Mariah is a huge win for AEW in my, in my uh, opinion, long-term and not only her, Queen Aminata. I, I've been talking about her a lot. I've seen her live a lot of times because she wrestles consistently. She's, she's probably the top, no offense to anybody else. There's a lot of good, really great talent that comes through Battle Slam. But as far as like consistency, Queen Aminata is probably the top star of Battle Slam because she's on almost every show. I think she's undefeated at the company. 
and she's super over and she's really, really talented. So last night I was tweeting about it, like before the match, I was like, listen, I'm like, I was like, I'm so happy Mariah May and, and, and Queen Emanata are wrestling each other on Dynamite on national television right now. This is super cool. And if you want to know more about Queen Emanata, I'd highly recommend checking out the, the Battle Slam catalog because she's really, really good. And I think that she proved that too. Like Mariah was obviously getting most of the shine. It was a showcase for her for her debut. But Emanata, like you, it takes two, like, if you could have a bad opponent and all this doesn't look good. And that wasn't the case. Like Amanada, like I thought that was really well done. And she was over too. Like people were cheering for her and wanted to see her possibly beat Mariah also. So um, I want to give that a shout out too. I, I was very impressed. Not only just that, I mean like uh, other, uh, you didn't even mention to catch versus Darby Allen was, it was amazing oh, yeah. for a TV match. Yeah. I mean, this was, this was exactly the kind of show I think AEW needed right now. So. And they didn't have guys like Joe wasn't there. He did the, the promo to co- open the show, but that was clearly taped at world's end. Yeah. Boxley and, and Danielson weren't there because they were in Japan for wrestle kingdom. So they were missing some kind of big players. I, I know Danielson is sometimes uh, on Saturdays anyway. Um, but Moxley is usually a Wednesday guy. Uh, so they were missing some, some kind of key guys there who would, t- you would think would typically be there. So hey, look, it was a strong show. I had certain complaints about, the, the promo. Uh, Tommy Maynard says, I reckon Tony thinks he can reheat Wardlow the same way he heated him up last time. I get it. I reckon Kyle comes back and he fights Wardlow. When was Wardlow hot? Right. Right. I, I would I would argue that like when he beat MJF that he was he was getting a pretty big reaction. That's almost two years ago. No, no, no. I agree. I, I'm agreeing with you. I sent, sent, but he has, his TNT title run I didn't think was good. Like with all the hot potatoing and the Powerbomb Symphony and all that stuff. Like it got it got played out pretty really fast and the fans weren't weren't given the same reaction so i I agree with you and cole saying like oh wardlow's gonna take that title from you joe i immediately was like i got no real interest in a wardlow and joe program i've seen that match i've seen that i know it's different elements now but i don't really have an interest in it what i do have an interest in is felt fresh last night good refresh even with so many main players missing stoked for joe going forward hangman or swerve yeah i'm very interested and Hangman and Swerve going after Samoa Joe. That is what I'm here for. Because I will forever like uh, a Swerve and Hangman feud, just based on the previous two matches that they've had. And I'm all for both of them who have reasons to go after Samoa Joe. Swerve's reason reason is he wants gold. He's made that very clear. Samo- or Hangman's reason is Joe took him out. Joe was accusing him and got the, the devil on him. So he has plenty of reason as well i'm all for that feud and tommy also says shout out to my favorite show on five full thanks man i uh, love the undisputed kingdom explanation and mis- mission statement adam is the face that isn't face very attitude error to me glad mjf is gone for the bit uh, i think mjf will uh will be served well by being off television for a little while i don't know when he's going to come back i know the whole he's signed not signed type of thing but i think it'll be well served to be off television for a little bit i agree and thank you tommy i, I know you last week you said that we were your favorite fightful show and uh, we appreciate that man that's that, that means a lot uh diana prazo is all elite she made her debut last night or this morning um after mariah may buried new jersey probably rightfully so diana came out confronted her Stuck up for New Jersey, said she's coming after Tony Storm. Ryan May said, tell her yourself, bitch. And then Diana 
kicked her right in the damn face. <laughs> I love a good kick to the face. Everyone knows that. So I was I was all for Diana doing this. Um, good to see her in AEW. She was a, a big name on the free agent market after uh, deal with Impact ended at the end of the year, and she lands quickly in AEW. Yeah, and good. I mean, good for her and good for AEW. That's a that's a win all the way around for everyone there. Um, Gianna has been one of the top talents of impact wrestling for <clears throat> for years now whether it was as like a singles wrestler or in a tag team but um it was it was time like it was time for her to leave to leave impact and do something new um there's a whole fresh set of of opponents that she hasn't wrestled in AEW or people she can revisit she has history with a lot of a lot of these wrestlers too and other companies um super super talented great in-ring wrestler um we're going to add a lot to every AEW women's like, division, like any, any, whether it's, you know, what they got going on right now, like the TBS or the, the world women's, or if they ever had tag titles or whatever, like Gianna is going to fit in really well. Um, I like that. She's being uh, really like spotlighted, like pretty much right away. They made a big deal of it. Um, she announced she was all elite live on television. They put up the graphic on, on social media, like right after that. So they're making a big deal out of the announcement, which I, which I like. Um, yeah, it's good. I mean, this is this is probably the outside of maybe WWE, this is the best fit, the best fit for. Like, I think she could have the the biggest impact. Like, no pun intended. She had the biggest impact in AEW, like immediately. Like, she can come in, be one of the top women, like right away. Um, WWE, she may there may be more of a time where they, they would need to kind of feel it out, maybe have her on NXT, maybe this or that. But like she'd eventually do fine there because she's super talented. And once again, she has history with a lot of the top women. But AEW just seems like a perfect fit. She's going to have banger matches. She's going to be used as a top star right away. Um, so, yeah, this is this is good. And a lot of the criticisms I think that fans have of the AEW women's division are going to start kind of going away if things continue on how they are right now. When you got women like Mariah coming in who's killing it, who's pretty much unknown to, like, the U.S. market. Like, she's like a brand-new star to a lot of people, and she could be a massive deal. Deanna is the same kind of way. Um I mean, and, and, and they've been putting more women's matches on the shows and stuff. So I, I just feel like, I feel like AEW's listening in that sense where they're like finally starting to, and they're not putting the women on at like the same exact time every show either. Like it's a little more spread out and stuff and um, sometimes more main events and stuff like that. So like, I, I got even credit you know, where it's due. I think that uh, one of the main criticisms of AEW is the women's divisions. And um, when you bring in women like Deanna, you're, I think you're, in good faith, making a, you're sending a message to your fan base and saying like, we're, we're listening and we're bringing in people that are going to make this better. I think there's two women's matches on rampage as well, which is, uh, which is a step in the right direction. I, that's a show that could, you know, always be used to, to just have good matches on there. And they've kind of, they've done that a little bit more, but can also advance stories for your a shows. Uh, if you want to call Rampage a B show, which a lot of times it's just kind of treated as. Um, but yeah, I, I'm glad Diana is in AEW. I think she's going to thrive there. My one concern is she's immediately in the title picture. And then if once she does the title, if she loses, then it's a where do you go from there situation. I don't want her falling into like ROH anything like that i've seen that talked about i'm not saying it's happening uh but i've seen that talked about like well roh needs someone to basically combat athena 
and right. Diana might be the person to do that. Um, but take away the ROH factor is it's a concern the same way it was a concern with like Athena coming in there is Athena went right after Jade didn't beat lost to Jade and then just kind of got lost in the mix a little bit after that until she like really found a home in ROH like if you go after the title immediately if you don't win the title especially because AEW for the most part is only done kind of title storylines it's okay well where do you go from here type of thing so yeah I think that's just something to hopefully they don't fall into that of, all right, well, we did the title match. Now, what do we do with this person? Because you can, there's plenty more to do with Deanna Perrazzo. I like that they're doing stuff with like the outcast. They're not my favorite group in the world, but they're at least getting, this has always been the thing that I would wanted more from AEW when it comes to the women. I don't necessarily need multiple women's matches. It would be good. It'd be good if you had multiple women's matches, but just like do some backstage segments, do some vignettes, do some promos just to get more women featured on television. So you know who these women are more and more. And that's something they weren't doing for a while, but they've really started to do over these past few months. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. And then, and this last thing I'll say before we move on, but it, it's been proven also in AEW, what you're saying about like coming in, you know, missing shots for, for title opportunities that get lost in the mix. Like, uh, and Ty Valkyrie is a good example of that. Came yeah, in Mr. wrestling Jade. Oh, I didn't even realize the super chat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. AEW brought in Ty to a lot of fanfare in her hometown as well, straight into a title match feud. Then nothing. Will they do better with Diana? Yeah. That's there you go. Literally read my mind. Yeah, it's it's a concern because they've they've shown this is sort of what they've done. So they have to prove they they've learned from this and do better with Diana. So and I hope that they do. Um, um before we move on real quick can we can we do the indie spotlight first because yeah. I, I haven't been able to see wrestle kingdom so if i have to leave for work if you, you'd okay. be able to cover that awesome yeah i want to give a big mother fucking shout out spotlight uh cruel defeated alec price to unify the iwtv championships uh cruel never technically lost the title but then they 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 did who who did price so i'll explain the background a little bit it, 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 it's confusing i'll do my best so basically what wind up happening cruel won the iwtv championship this is a while back um he won the title um before he could really do much really with it he got injured and in the meantime they crowned a new champion which wound up being matt tremont um, who was actually who Matt? So Matt, I just can't seem more confused. Matt Tremont was the champion. Cruel lost the Cruel won the title from Matt Tremont. Matt Tremont wound up winning the vacant title because Cruel had to relinquish because of injury. And during this, Alec Price wound up actually beating Matt Tremont and winning the true championship. So Alec Price was going into Beyond Wrestling's um, Heavy Lies of Crown over uh, for New Year's. Alec Price was the true IWTV champion going into that match, defending the title. But Cruel had never lost the IWTV title. He, you know, he just got injured. He never lost it. And he's been back for a while now, essentially defending the fake championship. And during this storyline, Matt Tremont has transformed into Killdozer, and they're actually a team now, and like terrorizing everybody. So that all said, we get to Beyond Wrestling Heavy Lies of Crown. Cruel defeats Alec Price in a Fans Bring the Weapons match. 
And so Cruel is now the IWTV champion, like the true champion, never lost the title. Now he has the real belt and the fake belt, whatever. He is he is undisputed champion of independentwrestling.tv. Um, the match itself was badass. Um, my only criticism is they made it out to where, like, I don't know how anybody's going to beat Cruel after that. Like, Alec Price hit him with everything. Like, he hit him with like, exploding weapons and everything you could think of. He hit him with, like, five surprise kicks and every one of his moves. I mean, and, and cruel just kept getting up and kicking out and sitting up and it would, it, but it's a great presentation for cool. He's, he's supposed to be an unbeatable monster. Good stuff. Um, and by the way, the guy, the man behind the mask, uh, Logan Creed, he's very, very talented for a guy, his size, especially like, it's just a matter of time before he's like a massive deal on like WWE or AEW television. I've been saying that for a long time. He, he will be a really big deal. I think they'll eventually take in MLW. They, they turned him into a, was it Madge Kruger? And they just made him really robotic and he didn't get to show much. He's really talented. Um, but that said, shout out to, uh, to cruel, who is the undisputed IWTV independent wrestling world champion. I will say, they were in front of, it was like a hometown crowd for Alec Price. The fans were going nuts for him. He was super in the zone. If it was me personally, I would have had Alec Price win that match. Um, but I got nothing against Cruel at all. Like, I, I like both guys a lot. So, um, yeah, I wanted to highlight that and just let everyone know that Cruel is the IWTV champion. And also, his next challenger is going to be Warhorse because Warhorse defeated uh, Marcus Mathers earlier in the same show, the, the last three matches of beyond wrestling heavy lies of crown were bankers. You had Matt Mikowski beat Matt Tremont in a death match. Um, Mikowski beat him, kicked him in that. He had put a gusset plate on his foot and kicked him in the head with it to beat Tremont. Um, you had um, Marcus Mathers and Warhorse. Warhorse defeats Mathers. Warhorse comes out, no face paint, different music, new, basically new, new, brand new Warhorse. And he yeah, beats Mathers. Different presentation. And I love it. He's needed this for a minute. I love this. I'm a big Jay Parnell fan. So like, I love seeing this. And he won with a new submission hold. It's like kind of like mixed between like a Cobra Clutch and a Sleeper hold. Great stuff. So like, he's number one contender. So it'll be Warhorse versus Cruel. And like, then you had Cruel and Alec Price in the main event. So go, go over to IWTV, use code Fight Talk, um, and check out um, Beyond Wrestling Heavy Lives of Crown. If not, if for no other reason, watch this, those three last matches. But the whole show was was bangers. It was a great event. So um, it yeah. was a big weekend for Huge. IWTV. The the Restival. I hope I said that right. Yep, Restival. Uh, yeah, like they it was just show after show after show, starting on like Friday afternoon, all the yeah. way up until Sunday night. It was just nothing but shows on IWTV. Uh, so if you have IWTV. You can check out basically all all of those shows. Uh, you mentioned our, our pal, a friend of the show, Matt Mikowski. He yeah. was everywhere during that weekend. I, I saw him everywhere uh, during that weekend. One and of my favorite matches of the weekend was him versus Dominic Guarini at ICW NHB. They did a, they did two a two shows. It was uh, in memory of SPO Sean Patrick O'Brien. Yeah. He um, they did battle of the tough guys, and they did a match where it was Guarini versus Mikowski, and they both wore geese. They wore their actual like geese, and Mikowski choked out Guarini using his gi across the neck. It was so badass. Like it's it's so it's so my type of stuff. You know what I mean? So check that out. I, I'll check out everything on Restable, but if you could only watch a few shows, I'd really recommend Beyond and the whole ICW NHB tournament. There you go. But yeah, it's good to see uh, Mikowski. You know, when we talked to him, he was just coming off the injury, kind of just working himself back in. And now he's 
working everywhere. So good to see him. I hope he's in for a big uh, 2024. I, I met him at a BLP and he was uh, Sean's match and he was uh, very kind. We, we got to speak for a little bit. So I, th- I don't, I don't know for sure, but I think the way that it's being positioned, I think he'll get the, I think he'll get a title shot against the winner of war horse and cool. I think so okay. could be a big year for Mikowski. All right. Hope so. Uh, we'll go to the other spotlights. Our product is what it is. We're going straight up the middle. MLW Kings of Coliseum this Saturday night. Another show that I'm going to have to cover. It should be a good <laughs> it should show. Be a good show. It's going to uh, be a good show. MLW PLEs are good shows. They just usually have the unfortunate like timing of running against like big UFC events or big AEW events or... Yeah, you, you can't run. There's no real free day. Last time with uh, One Shot, they ran it on a Thursday night, which like mm-hmm. Thursday's kind of free because it's just Impact and ROH, and those are two tape Thursday shows. But what's that? Thursday night football, NFL. Yeah, well, in, in the wrestling world, and there, there's nothing else. But like Thursday just doesn't seem like a night for like a big wrestling event. Usually, it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If you're running Friday, you're running against smackdown if you're running saturday now you're always running against collision so that leaves kind of sunday but now a lot of times uh companies don't want to run sundays for you know just a logistical reasons so this one's on saturday it's up against collision uh i'm sure i'll be pulling double duty on stuff matt riddle his first post wwe match against jacob fatu uh typey death match typey tape fist glass death match ricky yeah. shane page and akira uh second gear crew against um wtf uh for the for the tag team titles and richard holiday and alex kane for the world heavyweight title in the main event i feel like i'm missing something the the love is blind match which i'm super looking forward to uh as well they got janai kai versus hyper for the um yeah the uh, mlw uh women's featherweight featherweight Yes. Um, Love Doug and Brett Ryan Gosselin. But they all, they also have some like stuff that they're taping for Fusion that should be good. Uh, Kojima versus Sammy Callahan could be really good. Um, SDL versus Mance. Well, Good Brother 3, Mance. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll say like, you, you pretty much ran down the card, which is perfect. I'm really looking forward to, oh, also they're doing Ichiban versus Jimmy Lloyd on, on uh, the taping, which will be good. Um, Alec Price and Mathers and McKay, the Wasted Youth team, uh, versus Tony Depp and TJ Crawford, Griffin McCoy, will be a really good six-man tag match. Um, the match I'm looking forward to the most on the show is probably Akira versus RSP, the Taipei Death match. That'll be that'll be a banger. And Akira's babyface turn and how they've they've shaved his mohawk and his whole feud with you know being a part of the calling and, and leaving the group. I think Akira is going to win the uh, open weight title and beat RSP. Um, it should be a really good match. It's been a really, really good build, in my opinion. Um, I think Alice Kane retains over Richard Holiday. I think that's pretty safe. Um, but uh, I, don't I think it'll know. be. I don't. Know. Yeah, I think I think Alice Kane retains, but I do think that Tom Lawler and Josh Bishop win the tag titles. I think I think WTF does get some gold. I think they'll beat the SGC, but I mm-hmm. don't think Holiday's going to beat Alex Kane. And um, I know Matt Riddle's controversial. I get it, but I am as a as a wrestling fan, I'm very looking forward to him versus Jacob too, because like Riddle has history in MLW, very good in the ring, very believable MMA background. And Fatu is about as believable as you can get. Like Jacob Fatu is a legit badass. 
these two guys might beat the hell out of each other. It could be very entertaining. So like there's going to be, and Janai Kai is super slept on, really underrated, um, the kick demon. So um, yeah, check out MLW, uh, check out MLW on Saturday. I'll, I'll be watching the show and I'll, I'll um, review it on the weekender. There you go. Um, we will have coverage of the, the show on Fightful this weekend. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, Richard Holiday was on In the Weeds yesterday, Wednesday morning. Uh, Ricky Shane Page is scheduled to be on In the Weeds tomorrow morning. Nice. So we've got we've got some uh, good NW in, 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 in. Oh my gosh, I'm fading here, Jensen. Good MLW talent on the show. I'm sorry, everybody. I've been up for over 24 hours now. I'm very tired. Uh, I, I completely hit a wall uh, not too long ago, so I'm trying to kind of hold hold myself through this. Jensen, I know you got to run. I know you did not watch uh, Wrestle Kingdom because you slept probably smarter than I am. Um, but if you do have any any thoughts or anything just about Wrestle Kingdom from what you've seen. Sure. I'll say this just as I, as I kind of leave the show today and Jeremy, feel free obviously to stay on as long as you want. If you want to do a full on recap of Russell or Russell Kingdom, I know you're, you're tired and I, I know we, we advertised, we'd be, we'd be um, reviewing this, but obviously, I mean, with the timing, I'm, I will, I will, I'm not going to review the, the full show. We do have a show up on five Flover books right. with uh, Rob Wilkins, SP three and, and Scott uh, over oh, yeah. there. So I will, I will give some thoughts on some matches though. Cool. So um, I'll just say, you know, all I've really seen so far, I saw that Dolph Ziggler appeared, which is cool. Good for him. Like, um, I think he would do great in New Japan. He, he needs a change. And I'm looking forward to seeing him show out and show like show things that basically show the fan base that's always been behind him, like what he could really do outside of the WWE system. Um, I'd imagine Okada versus Danielson was great. I see, I, I see yes. Okada won, which I expected, which makes sense. Good for Naito beating Sonata. Like, I mean... I, I don't have the same kind of interest as I, I would have a few years ago. I know Naito has had the title before, but I don't follow New Japan closely enough to know how like how over he is at the moment. And is it not? He was him. over in that Tokyo Dome. Oh, he was. Oh, he was so over. Okay, good, in good. The Tokyo Dome. Good, good. That's good to hear. I mean, I've always liked Naito. It's just like I I I lived through the years of like him almost being the guy and then like kind of being the guy, you know. Um, and uh, I was kind of surprised to see that. Well, I, wouldn't, I shouldn't say surprise. Huge win for Dave Finley. Like the the fact that he came out on top over Osprey and Moxley is pretty huge. I didn't see the match. So I don't know what happened and or how that happened, but that's humongous for Dave Finley. I'd imagine El Desperado versus Hiromu Takahashi was probably an absolute banger for 15 minutes. I love both of those guys. Um, so I mean, that's I guess kind of of everything I've, I I was Tanahashi and Saber Junior good. I see Tanahashi won the 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 yeah title. it was. It, it was a little bit different than you you might expect. It was shorter. They only had the 15 minute time limit uh, because of, that's the the rules with the in New Japan TV title. Uh, but it, it was good. The finish felt a little out of nowhere, especially because Zack Saber Junior.'s reign has been a year, um, and so it didn't it didn't feel as like almost definitive as maybe you would hope for a year long reign. But given the way Zack Saber Junior. wrestles and the way at this point Tanahashi wrestles like it it was a good it was a nice little cut catch you off guard finish um so so yeah I, i'll let you i'll let you plug everything i will talk a little bit of uh uh wrestle kingdom when when you finish up okay cool yeah i'm uh clocking into work right now on my uh my other laptop i gotta make sure to type, type this in sorry just one second um 
But uh, yeah, y'all can follow me on Twitter or X at Fight Talk underscore F I G H T T A L K underscore. You just go to Fight Talk and independentwrestling.tv and listen to the Fightful Select weekend, <coughs> usually on Sundays over on FightfulSelect.com, sometimes on Mondays. But I mainly cover the world of independent professional wrestling. And I will say, um, I know Maggie asked earlier, and I've had people in the chat ask, I still have not had an official offer on the promotion, um, unfortunately. But I can say I talked to my boss, the who who could potentially become my next boss. I talked to them yesterday. And the way it sounded was that there was, to make a long story short, my company merged not too long ago with another company. And I'm one of the first people who's even up for a promotion, like since the merger. And their process is just taking forever. But they literally, someone sent me a message yesterday and said, hey, it's been 22 days since we sent your information to HR about this job. So just letting you know. And I was like, okay, that sounds like a good sign. If they're giving me a heads up about HR taking forever, usually that means they want to do something with me. So um, hopefully by next Thursday, I have some good news for y'all, but I could very well come back and say, hey, I didn't get the job. I don't know. But that all said, I appreciate everybody's support and everybody who uh, has been asking, but hopefully I got some good news for y'all next Thursday. But outside of that, Jeremy, it was good seeing you, man. Good seeing everyone. We'll continue to wish you... We continue to wish best of luck as you wait for this job promotion. We want you to finish this story. We hope you do not get boxed out by uh, a jacked Samoan. Yeah, right. Exactly. My 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 ops. All my ops now are are, are in in the the bloodline. So, um, I'm literally. Oh, sorry, hon. I'm I'm hitting this in this button for work before I clock out of here. Okay, cool. They know I'm working today. All right, I uh I gotta go. See you, Jeremy. See you, Chad. Thanks, buddy. Um, I love you, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> All right. Um, bless Steven Jensen. It was, a, it was a tough day. Tough day for him. Tough Monday with The Rock coming back. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom. So Wrestle Kingdom ended maybe about three hours ago. I'm not going to run it down match by match. That's, that's not my style. Uh, I'll just kind of give some quick thoughts. Very... Very surprised to see Dolph Ziggler show up, especially with his brother, Ryan Nemeth. They showed up before the tag team title match. Um, and then, but they he didn't get involved until he confronted uh David Finley after Finley won the IWGP global title. So it looks like Dolph's gonna be doing something in Japan. Maybe that's a battle in the valley match. Uh battle in the valley matches are supposed to be announced here in the next couple of days because that's the next big uh they have New Year's Dash tonight, but that's kind of the next big New Japan show is is battle in the valley and they only have a couple things announced because they're waiting for wrestle kingdom to to kind of shake out finley osprey and john moxley was very good there was there was a table spot involving alex coglin that is hilarious uh you may have seen the picture of coglin basically sitting through the table because of how the table broke um that was that was a really enjoyable match some of the interference stuff maybe a little too much but i get it because you got to kind of protect moxley and osprey and with the way finley just kind of conducts bullet club business it made sense but i can understand the the turnoff in that match as well um brian danielson and kazuchika okada is the front runner now for my match of the year uh it was everything that i i it was it was better than the Forbidden Door match, and I know the Forbidden Door match had the the hiccup essentially with uh, the the real fractured arm of 
uh, Danielson that happened in that match. So they were able to tell a story around that. You know, Danielson said going in, he was going to target the arm of Okada. He did that. Uh, Okada had to fight through that. And so they were able to just tell a, a more complete story. And it still felt like they can do even bigger and better things in a potential third match. Like this match was fantastic. And it still felt like they could, they had another gear that they could kind of shift into, um, which is a testament to just how good these two are. You know, I think Brian Danielson is the best ever. Okada is right up there with him. So if you, if for some reason you were disappointed by the forbidden door match, uh, watch this one. I don't think you'll be disappointed by it. And then Naito got his moment. He beats Sonata. Crowd was super into it. Naito, as I, as I mentioned, still very over. Um, you, I know if you haven't, if you've tuned out for New Japan for a while, you don't know maybe the story with Naito. If he's still connecting the same, he still connects the same way. Still very over. Uh, great match between him and Sonata. The crowd really took it to another level. And Naito, he got to finish his story. He got to do his roll call. To, to close off the night. So it was a long show. It was a very good show. I felt like it flew by. Uh, if you haven't watched it, if I assume if you're a wrestling fan, you might want to check it out. Those would be the matches I, I would say watch. Uh, Desperado and Hiromu would, is up there as well. Um, certainly the top two matches though. Certainly the, the co-main event and the main event are worth going out of your way to see. All right, everybody, we're going to get into this interview with Vinny Pacifico. Vinny is a, a friend of the show. He's been on In the Weeds before. Uh, it's been a while since we talked to him on here, uh, so it was great to catch up with Vinny. He just he just returned from Japan doing a, doing a tour out there, so we get to talk to him about what was going on in Japan for him, um, you know, the vignettes he has done. Well, to, the Tamataga match, it was. It was. I was a little worried that they kind of overdid things, um, with the with the, the finishers and stuff, but the crowd was into it the entire time. That's you know what matters. Uh, the crowd was biting on it. The crowd certainly wasn't burned out by it. And then Tamataga saying this is going to be his last month in New Japan. Uh, so we'll see if he drops the belt back to Shingo or drops it to somebody else at Battle in the Valley or New Year's Dash. Maybe something happens there with him. Uh, so we'll see when it comes to Tamba, but Tamatamaga and Shingo. That was a very good match, though. Shingo, I don't know if he's underrated, but I think he's definitely flown under the radar, just kind of being involved. He, he's involved in the King of Pro Wrestling stuff for the past couple of years. Not not so much last year, but the year before. The Never title is always a weird thing where they can never figure out what they quite want to do with it and always just get swapped around and everything. Shingo, if you forgot how good he is, this match was was certainly a reminder. And Tama, Tama can be hit and miss for me. I, this was definitely one of his, his better... This is one of his hits. This is one of his better performances. So it was good to see him step it up on, on the stage. All right, everybody, we'll, we'll get into this interview with Vinny Pacifico. Afterwards, I will wrap this show, and I'm going to bed. Thanks, to, uh, thanks everybody, for tuning in. Get ready in this Creator Spotlight, Vinny Pacifico. Welcome to the Creator Spotlight here on the Spotlight on Fightful. I'm Steven Jensen, joined, as always, by Jeremy Lambert. And our guest today is a returning guest. He is hey. the PWM Junior Heavyweight Champion, He's done a lot since he was on here last. We're going to get into all of that today. We are joined by Vinny Pacifico. Vinny, thanks for joining us again, man. Good to see you. Thank you for having me. How you guys doing? 
Good, Good. we appreciate it, Vinny. Two handsome men. Oh, thanks, Vinny. We appreciate it. <laughs> oh, I that, feel man. awful. I've been sick for like a week now. I'm glad Jensen did the intro because otherwise we would have had to re-record. I was coughing through that entire thing there. <laughs> so still doing go. it. Oh, well, Vinny. It's been rough. Yeah. How, so how how you been since we talked last? I mean, it's, it's been a while, but I see you like you've really blown up on social media since we talked last. You're like, I mean, I just I just feel like I... I talk to you more often than ever, like through DMs and whatnot. But like, it's been a while since we recorded anything here. I like, miss you, yeah. So, um, yeah. How have just things been, and been to kind of let people know, like you know, since last time you're on here, things have been very, very busy. Luckily, you know, I always believe the uh, busy is great. You know, I have I have a new saying I made up. Um, I'll get to that in a little bit. But I always believe busy is good. Staying busy is one of the most important things you can do in wrestling. You know, if you're never, if you're always, if you're never bored or you're never doing nothing that's the key in wrestling i feel like you should always be doing something whether it's podcast media into in- inquiries promos matches everything like gym constant just constant constant work and lately that's what i've been doing you know i'm in the gym twice a day lately preparing for some really big things coming up that i have um excuse me i uh i'm flying a lot every week pretty much it's just been constantly uh, grind and I, I, i'll tell you what it's the best in the world. You know, I've, I'm blessed with some amazing opportunities and I'm very happy to be in the spot that I'm in right now. And I only want more. I always want more and never satisfied. So I'm ready to keep going. Well, I don't know if you want to jump right into it because like, I mean, you're kind of mentioning like you got some big opportunities coming up. Is there anything you want to talk about right now? So I can't get fully into it because it's, I was told not to. Um, but I have a opportunity coming up where the power punch brand can be brought to a new audience that can catapult my career in ways unimaginable. Um, it could change my career, like in, like in an instant, it's the craziest thing that I have ever been offered and I'm very grateful for it. No, I didn't sign the contract, but it's, it's something that I'm very, something that really is special and it's something that is different and not many people get the opportunity to do these things so i am so grateful for it i'm ready for it um i'm hustling every day of my life getting in the sickest shape possible for it as well um and yes that's something that's been a big so i like to have deadlines and like goals and types of um things to look forward to so i want to have a certain body fat percentage by this date or i want to look like this by this date and i love having those goals like that because it keeps you focused you know what i mean um, every week I have a different goal, you know, whether it's to put up a new set of weights, do this kind of cardio, get this much body fat down. It's always something. And that's how, and that's how I feel I've been progressing uh, in general for myself. Man, I'm looking forward to it. You got it. That's quite the teaser saying it's like a life changing potential. So I'm, I'm pulling for you, man. I hope, Thank I you. hope, um, you know, I hope we're able or, or you're able to, you know, announce whatever that is soon. I hope it all goes your way, man. That That's awesome. And, and, and it's good to see the hard work get rewarded, man. You're grinding. I, I see you constantly post on social media. You're always tagging in the tweets. You're putting the, the videos together. Promos. Um, it's promo, yeah. man. It's so, it's so important. You know, it's, it's just, I feel you're at a show and you want to get content for your character, your brand. Take advantage of every moment you have while you're there. You know what I mean? Uh, whether it's networking with people or from, uh, asking advice, getting getting feedback from people, or it's just 
getting content. You know, it's just you should if you're at a wrestling show, you could do so much more than just wrestle. You know what I'm saying? There's so much you could do. There's so much, and I feel like there's infinite opportunities with my character that I've been very grateful that I've had this character because this character has gotten me where I am. You know, before this, I was just you know I, I think I I don't know if we um when I met you I was I was who I am now, but was I? Yeah, you were definitely. Yeah, you were. Doing yeah, you were. You saw your Jeremy. You were doing the energy drink stuff, but you, okay. didn't, you obviously didn't have the the sponsorship and everything be before then. Uh, before we talked to you way back then, so so you were before yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We okay. were before like anything. Yeah, um, we were rallying for the idea of you getting a sponsorship. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's been so long, yeah. damn. No, so I've been on the weeds, and I, and you know I, I just keep. Yes. No, so well, that's Jeremy's other show, so it makes sense that yeah, yeah. You so you you've seen you've been on camera with Jeremy more recently than we've been on together. So, yes. Yeah. So, uh, bang happened, which was the one of the biggest things that happened to me. Grateful for them, you know, it was it was awesome. And uh, again, I love my time with Bang. Bang did a lot for my career. Sadly, it came to an end quick because of a lawsuit they had. So, and then the day after, or the week after, G Fuel got me, like, three days within, after that span of the contract ending, G Fuel signed me. And uh, G Fuel has been so cool to work with. They're so much fun. They're so cool. They're so supportive. And they get me. They get the character. Bang was different. Bang was more so just very strict in terms of, like, okay, we want to make money, you know, and, like, here's 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 sponsorship, but, like, let's, let's and, and but G Fuel is more, like, along the lines of, let's, make content together let's grow together let's do these cool things together which is like really cool for a brand to be this invested in me and um so i'm so blessed to have g fuel on my side um and i just love the brand you know we they have such good flavors what do you say sorry oh i i didn't say anything yet but i but i will say i've i've known about i i believe what you're saying about g fuel because i became aware of them years ago because of their sponsorship of like gamers and youtubers and stuff yep. and they would get really behind like the brand of like a specific you know youtuber or gamer so they've yep. always been kind of on my radar in that kind of space um so i it it, it doesn't surprise me to hear that like when you partnered up with them, they were like, oh, cool. Like we're going to actually like, we will work together to make your brand bigger together. Yes. And it's something that benefits both of us because I'm, I'm a wrestler. I'm not, I'm not a gamer. I'm not a streamer. Although I want to give them the respect of starting to game and stream because I feel like they gave me the opportunity to be who I am and be the wrestler that I am, that I feel like I should at least lean into their world a little bit. And I think my fans would probably enjoy me gaming. I think it's just hilarious if I play a game. I, I play games sometimes. Me and Cheeseburger and Eli Isom play uh, Dead by Daylight. And I'm always yelling at the screen, getting scared because the game is scary. So I feel like I could be really funny behind the camera playing a game. But I just haven't had the time to play games. But I, I definitely want to get into that realm with them for a little bit and see how that works. Because, you know, again, they they took me in as a wrestler. They have the wrestlers. So it's like they stepped into my world and gave me the opportunity. I should at least give the, get stepped into their world and at least uh, give them that back. So that's something I'm going to work on soon. Um, I have to get the headset. I got to get a computer to do all these things. But I'm going to probably do that just, just, just again, to give the respect. And also, I think it's cool that fans probably see me play games. You know, I'm pretty good at get Dead by Daylight and uh, Madden. And I think I could probably start playing again. Even the games that you're not good at are more entertaining if you're streaming and yeah. things like that. I mean, look, the Twitch hit 
for wrestlers hit like an all-time high during the pandemic when wrestlers yeah. had nothing else to do but Twitch stream. And mm-hmm. some wrestlers have continued on to continue with Twitch and others it kind of fell off because they just mm-hmm. got busy and everything. But I think Twitch is a good uh next step for you and and your brands and yeah with the with the g fuel partnership i will attest to the to the drinks i'm not paid by g fuel uh i did get the the, the free shipment Vinny hooked me up there i know i've been waiting man he's been, <laughs> i know he's been saying for months he's like so man i got you <laughs> i'm waiting for mine i i so there's new ownership so there's little literally they have new ownerships so it's hard to ask for things like that used to so I don't want to like. I'm not. I wouldn't lose it, but my manager. Like, I understand, my, Vinny. It's okay. It's, well, it's totally you. fine. I, but I no, for what it's worth, Vinny, we're not joking. Like we have receipt DMs that go back months, and Vinny, like, dude, I'm trying to get get you some G fuel, <laughs> and I and I want to try it. I've known about this stuff forever, but I've, I've actually never drank it before. I, I really want to try it. Yeah. All the flavors. I I'm not a big energy drink person. Sorry, Vinny. Like it's just not always. I'm I'm a coffee person more than energy drink. I got you. Person. These flavors are good though. The yeah. the um I like the the blue the blue ice. I, I really enjoyed and then the gummy fish which tastes blue basically ice? Which one's that? Um the oh my gosh. It's it's like a blue oh I'm um, Is it blue slushy? Mega Man? Yes, the blue slushy. Yes, yes. That yes. one's really good. Okay. Yeah. It, it's called Thank like you. the blue ice can though. I swear this is a thing. I'm not Yeah, no, I think so too. Okay. All right. I know I'm not making any of this stuff. Maybe I am. <laughs> It's a blue something. It's it was delicious. really good. Yes. Uh, the the basically the Swedish f- fish flavor was very yep. good as well. We've talked about the the Tetris block flavor, which Bro, is I love that really one. good. <laughs> it tastes like blocks. And I, yes. I, I went to a show recently. I'm, I think North Carolina, and Angelina Love is like with her uh, father, and uh, me and father go way back. So we're hanging out, and I'm like, "Yo, this energy drink," and they're like, "Oh, what flavor is that? Is that oh, Tetris?" And they're like, "Tetris." And I'm like, yeah, it tastes like blocks. And they were like, okay, Vinny. Like, they had no idea. <laughs> but if you try it, it tastes like blocks. Yes, you'll know. You will know when you when you try it. Yes. Um, well, speaking of you know fodder, um, I I have been provided multiple um tubs of black magic. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Um, I'll say I'll say this: black magic is good shit. <laughs> Dude, Wait, the, I, the fruit. Or, uh, the fruity, fruity, fruity whirls, however you say it, the, the fruit loops, uh, protein is the one that Ooh, I like. How's that? Really good. Really yeah. Good. They, have, they have good flavors. Jensen was getting jacked for a while there. He oh yeah. Ups and everything. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'm going to get back on the pushups for, uh, for new years, but I, I did, I took, a, I took a month off for the holidays. I've been doing nothing but eating and spending time <laughs> with family and watching football and wrestling. But, uh, but yeah, I know I got in a good routine, um, between like the, uh, to me, full transparency, that I'm obviously I'm not sponsored by any of these companies. I'm just on honestly uh, using it. Was uh, I, so I the the black magic legitimately coincided with me getting in better shape. I was I was taking it and I was doing. I I started at like ten pushups a day and I got up to like I was an average of probably about two hundred or so a day for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those things where like it was just like it helped. It definitely helped me like recover, and so mm-hmm. I could do it every day and not be like super sore every day. That was the main thing for me. Um, and I think that deters a lot of people from working out is like, they get sore and they're like, I don't want to do it today. But if you're not sore, you're like, Oh, I'm still feeling good. I can, I can keep doing this day after day. And it's not, it's not a problem. Yeah. Um, speaking of, I know you were in the gym for, uh, for, yeah, for I want to, this yeah. is all I care yeah. about. No yeah. Go ahead, Jeremy. That, <laughs> Wait, this is perfect for you. Yeah. This is perfect <laughs> question for Jeremy. Go ahead. Someone. So you went to the gym 
yesterday yeah. or the yeah for, for new, new year oh were, okay yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> so let me set this up let me set this up your your first tweet was the gym might be crowded today so choose kindness help someone if they need help <laughs> offer words of encouragement help yep. each other out we all started somewhere and about this is this was tweeted at 11 19 and then okay. at one o'clock mm -hmm. so a little less than two hours later okay so someone took a shit on the gym floor yep yep so happy new year okay. here we go happy new year yes happy new year yeah right oh my god so i go to the gym in the morning i go to the parking lot it wasn't packed i'm like oh wow this is great um so i was thrilled i i, I did eat a little more than i should have had on new year's eve and so i wake up i'm like all right whatever i feel pretty good i'm gonna go to the gym and so i go to the gym it's not the parking lot looks great. I go in the gym up the stairs, my bag. I open the door and it's packed. To the, and I'm like, wow, this is bad. But I mean, not bad in the sense of like, I don't want no one there. It's just like, I want to have my machines and it's packed pretty more than usual. So I'm going, I'm doing my workouts, doing my warm ups, whatever. And my, so I take CMOS, right? It's a, it's a very good supplement you could take. It's very healthy for you, helps your body. Uh, recovered really well. And so I take the CMOS and but CMOS is full of fiber, right? Which is, you know, makes you shit. It wasn't me. I'm just telling you this, 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 but this is, it almost was. So I had the CMOS and then I had the pre-workout. So I'm like, oh my God, I gotta go to the bathroom, right? Bad. So I, I go to the bathroom and right before the entrance of the bathroom is a pile of shit. And then like footsteps of shit after it. Oh, yeah. Wow. And oh, oh, so I, I didn't oh. go, so I need this to say, I didn't go in that bathroom. I didn't go. I was like, okay, this is disgusting. It <laughs> smells terribly. And I left. So I, I, I think shit, I, I have to go to the bathroom. I, I have fiber and I had pre-workout. I have to go to the bathroom. So I went to, there's a Planet Fitness like a mile away. So I went there instead. I go take a shit. I was, I was going to add this to my tweets, but I just didn't because it was just too much. <laughs> I go take a shit and there's no toilet paper. Oh, double whammy. <laughs> oh, yeah. This sounds very rough. Okay. So, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know, but what happened next? You had no, I was, I was fine. I had, I yeah. had somebody that could give me a roll of <laughs> Dude, I'm more concerned about what happened to the first guy who, like, had oh, to have yeah. had some sort of like photo finish and then, like, like <laughs> stepped over it, like, threw it, like, oh, on his way out. How horrible. the hell did that happen? <laughs> that sounds horrible. Like, that guy, like, did that guy just like run the hell out of the gym? Like, no, no one saw I him. would like, never, <laughs> if anyone saw me do, I would never show my face in that gym. Never again. <laughs> Like if yeah, I got awesome. identified by one person who knew that, that was me, I would you would not see me there ever again. It was just I don't know, I don't know who it was. It was just I was I wasn't taking a chance stepping over it. You know what I mean? No thanks. Yeah, I, yeah. 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 Um but yeah, especially so if I, there was already tracks. There's already tracks. I just I just love how it was like it, it was this motivating, like everyone get out there and like be yeah, kind to one another on the on, on the first day of the year, and like there's gonna be new people. <laughs> People, I think I saw like other wrestlers, maybe even fodder, like talking about like on Twitter, like there's gonna be new faces in the gym, new people aren't used to me at the gym, like be nice to everyone, like no, it's they might be their first time, respect people, blah blah blah. And then it's just like that. Well, that's that's why you, people can't get nice things right there, you know. Yeah, oh. this is why we can't this is why we can't have nice things. This is why, because people wanna not use toilets. 
<laughs> oh, right. I yes, we had to ask about that. That was the only question it's I cared to ask. It, good talking to you, Vinny. Good talking to you, buddy. Um, let, let's, talk about <laughs> let's talk about to your, your trip to Japan. Yes. What, what was that experience? I got some. Okay, so we, I show up, I fly in. They bring me out to a restaurant, right? I thought it was Ribera. It wasn't Ribera. Like they're, they said, oh, we'll surprise you. I'm like, oh, cool, okay. Steakhouse. Oh, wow, great. Sounds good. <laughs> so we go to Mr. Danger's Deathmatch Legend Steakhouse. And I met him. And they he gifted me with these dope-ass cards. That's oh. Sad. My welcome gift. Wait. Yeah. I love that. I'm a collector. I'm, I'm a card collector and an autograph collector. So this is very, very cool to me. Yeah. He goes, hey, this is for you. Welcome to Japan. I'm like, oh my gosh. Thank you so much. So cool. Great experience. Yeah. That's amazing. That's so cool. So cool. It was wild. Uh, two mat, three matches. Uh, tell you what. The Power Punch character in Japan is so different, I feel, than anything, because they reacted bonkers to my drink spot. They were like, they were like, get the crap. They, they were like, they were really wanting to get the drink. You know what I mean? They were like really egging me on. You had like the vest. Like the, Not to the, Japan. The... Oh, you didn't bring that to Japan? No, I, I brought it to Japan. So I had my box shipped out there, mm -hmm. right? I had G Fuel shipped out there months ago. like. Earlier this year, I'm like, hey, I'm booked in Japan. Check this out. So they get it. I, I want to do my detail stuff. I want to also maybe do a promo out there. Something, something, you know, or like promos. And uh, like they also do like the, we also film some backstage content. You know, after the matches, the press conference, you sit down, you, you know what I mean? I want yeah. to have a bunch of drinks for that. Of course. It, so for some reason, they didn't get the drinks. But for me being smart for once in my life, I brought like five G Fuels in my carry-on. So, uh, so I had some drinks for the match. I, I didn't have any to, you know, do much with. Um, but, yeah, it was very, very good. Worked for Just Tap Out on the Takamichinoku. He was great to work for. And uh, the locker room was great. Everyone's very welcoming in Japan. Everyone's very cool. Uh, giving out food, too. Like, oh, he's a snack. He's like a, a snack, you guys. You know what I mean? Very, very nice. Um, it was just a great experience. We worked for the rest of the first ring which is like a legendary arena in uh, Japan, Tokyo, um, Shinkiba. And uh, it was just really fun. And um, the best experience of my life, I would say, you know, not only the wrestling, more than that, the people. People are nice. People are welcoming. People want to support any way they can. And that's something that is a beautiful thing to see in wrestling. And, I, and it, it is there in America. It is. But in Japan, it just felt so different. It just felt natural you know what i mean um yeah and they loved the character they loved like i, I did some obviously what they like in like the rest of the match you know what i mean i did a, i did a bunch of stuff that they do like in japan in terms of wrestling ability and wrestling uh technicality but including the energy drink stuff and you know the hookups and all that stuff they really love that and i feel like a, a way that i've avoided or trying to avoid being typecasted as like a comedy guy, which I'm not so much a comedy guy. I, I have charisma and I can be really funny, but I could also really wrestle. So I try to make sure all my matches have really good wrestling in it 
and then they include a slight part of the energy drink. You know what I mean? So I sure. try to avoid always being typecasted a certain way. So I try to, and also it, it forces me to grow in a way where I have to sit and think of other ways to use my drink in the match. And that's something that puts a challenge to me. And every match it's challenging and every match I do, I find something different to do. And that helps me grow, helps me learn, helps me adapt to things. You know what I mean? Um, it's just, this character has been the biggest blessing to happen to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so different, something that I could really grow and have been growing. As you could see, starting off, holding the drink in my hand, right? That's the evolution of Power Punch. Come entering through the drink. Yay, right? Uh, later on, come out with the belt, with the drinks in it, right? And now I, evol now I evolved to the best with 12 drinks in it, right? So it's like, there's so many ways to evolve this character and so many ways I could make it better, make it different, make it stand out more, make it different vibes about it. Maybe be a heel one week. You know, there's just so much you could do. And it's just that the opportunities and the um, the way you could do things is infinite. You know what I'm saying? Um, the promo ideas, infinite. Um, so it's just been... Such a such a wild ride, you know. Thinking of ideas, thinking of like having to be innovative about things. That to me is what's important. That to me is what makes me different. You know, if I did the same thing every match with the same drink spot, it would be boring after a while. You know, um, but if, if you use it a different way, maybe grab the drink, duck something, take take get get hit with the move, drop the drink, you know, and then do something, and then finally get the. There's just so many different things you could do that make it special, in my opinion. I'm, I'm trying to think of all these, like how to one up like each one of these things you're talking about. Like, you got the vest already, and it's like, are yeah, you gonna, like, like, like like an like an entire like keg full of uh, full of G fuel like on your back, like a backpack or something? Or yeah, it's um, hard. Yeah, I do have. Uh, I've worn one of my promos with crowbar. That one did really well. I had like a a, a can costume. I was a can, right? right? I could I could do that in a match. That'd be that'd be more of a comedy match, but I could do it. You know, I have I have the can. Or my entrance, so that's another thing I could do. I just don't know what what's next in terms of my look. I mean, I'm probably gonna get an entrance jacket eventually and stuff like that. But I think the vest and the belt are my money right now, and they're still fairly new. So I'm gonna use it and use it and use it, and then I'm sure I could evolve something else very soon. What's been uh What's been the reception from the other wrestlers that you've done a lot of these uh, like the skits and stuff with? Because I think they're really they're funny, they're clever. I mean, even something as little as like oh. you had the one with Fala Ba, where like the beginning of it, like you scare each other, like you go up behind yeah. them, and, like you both yell, and like even that alone, I was like, that's so fun. Like this is funny. Like you and EC three, like both of you being like almost like one upping the other on like the level of energy and stuff, and like I just. What, 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 like, when you, I guess, kind of like, are you more so approaching others, or do you have other people coming up to you a lot now because, like, it's been so successful? Both. So, okay. I'm going to say it. My, one of my next ones is John Morrison that I did. Nice. Friend of the show. What? He's a friend of the show. He's, he's been on before. Great guy. Best guy ever. Love him. Like, he's class act to a T. Uh, that's what I wanted before going to the show. I'm like, he's awesome and he has charisma. I want to do one with him. That one fell out in my lap too. I didn't even need to really ask. It just came about. He asked me like, do you do content with these? Like, he saw the belt. Oh, that's awesome. That's 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 awesome. You know? I'm like, thank you very much. He's like, do you want do you want one? No, no. Like, that's that's just. I don't want to ruin it. That's a great character. He goes, do you do content with it? And I'm like, 
funny you should ask, you know? <laughs> so we got one. I'm releasing that one next week. Uh, he was very into it. He loved the character. He had We had so much fun doing these promo. We had so much fun. But as, as and to answer your question better, uh, lately it's been a lot of them asking me, sort of. Um, but, or me asking them. It's like 50-50, more so, right? Um, people who want to get their name out there, who are like fans of it or love the spot, they ask me. And I, I try to help. Yeah, I say, you know, okay, cool. Like I did one with uh, Chris Bonet at uh you know like a arcade thing and i had to run around the arcade like a batshit crazy energy drink addict and but it worked and it, i hope i hope it helped in some way i hope we got some followers hope we got some eyes on him because he's newer he wants to branch out there and i feel like i could offer more which i try to i, I try to get people booked but to offer to, to, to help people other than getting them booked i try to you know include them in a promo get them character out there, get them, get people left with them, you know? Um, so the EC3 one and the Falaba one, no plan. Just let's do a, do a thing, offer you a drink, see where it goes. And that's most of these promos. Most of them. It's literally, let's just, let's just, let's just be our character. I'm not even a character. I am who I am. But let's just be ourselves and see where it takes us. And that's what happens. And it finds its way every time, without fail, it finds its way to where it needs to find its way to. And it's natural. And I would say probably 99.99% of them are one take. Oh, nice. Yeah. Easy. Like one take, literally. It's been, I, I, I can't even remember a time when I had one more take. Literally. I can't even, I can't even remember a time. But having, Having one with Tommy Dreamer was like, like, it's just crazy to see how the people I've done them with, it's just so cool to intertwine the characters that we have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Me and Mr. Kennedy, we had, we had a ball on ours. It went, it went two minutes, you know, but it was just so natural and just so like, all right. Because he, he, uh, he's somebody who gave me advice on his character when I first started doing it, uh, two years ago in North Carolina. Yeah, and, and over time, we uh, discussed it. You know, we, he gave me advice on it. He liked it. He enjoyed it. He's like, this is really cool, right? Yeah, so um, I saw him at the show and I'm like, so I do these promos. He saw the promos. Like, oh, these, these promos are really good. Like, I've been watching them. They're really, they're really good. I said, oh, thank you very much. Would you want to do one with me? And he's like, yeah, I'd love to. After the show, we'll go outside. We'll do something. And he was more so the, along the lines of like, let's just do it and see where it takes us. And Mr. Kennedy is somebody who could cut a damn promo, like one of the top ten promos, I, I would say, fifteen promos in the world. Like he's very, and his character is just phenomenal. Like, so that to me was awesome to be able to hang with him in a backstage type promo that was on the fly. You know what I mean? So. I would attest and say that these promos have helped me grow a lot too, in terms of on the fly stuff and learning on the fly and his character and how to use it in ways that I wouldn't have done before, you know? Um, so I feel like I'm kind of like becoming like a mastermind, you know what I mean? With these characters, like, it's just like, I've just, there's just so much you could do and so many infinite possibilities. Like Crowbar, for example, 
Crowbar is a pro. I will say this till I'm red in the face. One of the best human beings I've ever met in my life. You know? Um, he liked the character. I was like, yo, want to meet up and do a do a thing together? Like, he's like he, cause he, has his, he has his own promo. He has his, like, the backdrop, you know, like, the gray. He has his own promo deal. So I'm like, this only makes sense, you know? And we did it on the fly. And it was just chef's kiss, you know? So these are things that I'm very excited about doing. And the people that I'm, that I have them, that I have, I have a few more to be released. I'm very excited to release them. I, I have to ask about one specific one with one specific person. One of my favorite wrestlers, non-ironically, Big Dick Bob Fish, where you yes. fed him the sushi with the, the, the G fuel and you hit the line perfectly. I give you a lot of credit for your timing on that. And you're just like, huh? Where's the lie? Oh, it was good. It got me. I love Thank that you. one. Absolutely Thank love you. that one. Thank you. That was so much fun, bro. That one was that. So Bobby Fish, I would say he's a, he is somebody who I've known for a long time. He's watched me since I'm 16 years old. Right. Um, and if, if someone's watching, who's a new wrestler, take that drive and give that vet or legend or TV guy a ride to the airport if they need one. When I was 17, I was asked to drive to the airport after a show. He had like a red eye flight. I did it. Learned so much from him. Stayed in touch. Right. So see how that worked. And over time, we stay in touch throughout the years, his WWE run, AW run, et cetera. And he's somebody who's very, very willing to give his time and help you grow. Very good person, in my opinion. Um, so that weekend with the prom with like the, the, the match we had, the promo we had, it just made sense. And there's no way I wasn't dipping G Fuel and fishing G Fuel. Like that was on my ad to do. I, I thought that was genius. I was like, you know, I have to, I have to do something with sushi because Bobby Fish, you kidding me? You know what I mean? Like I have to do something there, and to dip it in G Fuel is just like, it's weird, but that's the whole point. You know what right. I mean? And to feed it to him, that was on the fly too. Like that one was like, he could not eat it. I had, I, I literally like put it right into his mouth. You know, I, I feel like I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad they're shoving it into his mouth, but it, it, it made sense for the spot. Yes. <laughs> Worth it. It was it, it was such a good promo. Yeah, you, you just toss the soy sauce, like, got it. I'm a genius. Just dip it. And he sold it well when you shoved it into his mouth. And then again, when you hit the line, I popped so big when you hit yeah. the line. It's like, oh, that's good. That's good. That's one of I'm my favorite like ones. I know that one was a, a few months ago. Um, that, that's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, yeah. he's... He's well, a, you also, I was going to say you wrestled Bobby Fish. If you want to talk about that, I mean, I, I'm, I'm assuming this was all at the same time. This was back yes. in September. So, yeah, he is. He's he's a fighter. He's really talented. We had a really good match. Um, you can watch it at IWTV. Um, type in Bobby Fish with Vinny Pacifico. Uh, he is somebody who I would say very underrated in the sense of charisma. Mm -hmm. You know, he's, he's in ring work is bar none, but. His charisma, like the way we did that promo, the way we interacted was just really good. He is somebody who definitely deserves more credit for his charisma and his for his uh for his personality because he is a lot of these guys have a lot of personality, you know, like Morrison, for example, like he's known for like his wrestling, his his look, he looks great, you know. But his charisma is on point, you know. If you see it, he's done he's done some movies, he's done some other like types of vignette stuff with uh 
with his whatever he does. But Morrison is also someone who's phenomenal to work with. I I mean Morrison that mm-hmm. he walks out there and he oozes charisma. That's like kind of just Morrison's whole yep. thing, uh, especially in WWE with the slow mo shot and everything. Oh, that was perfect. Yeah, yeah, it was good stuff. Which my, my dad, my, that's my dad's favorite wrestler. My dad loves my dad loves John Morrison and Rey Mysterio and Jeff Hardy. Good, good, good option. Yeah, good option. Yeah. Yeah. My dad, my dad is like funny as heck. But yeah, those those are favorite wrestlers. Do I? Do you have any like? It's rather than a dream opponent, like a dream like skit, like person to do stuff with. Definitely Brian Nelson, because I think that'd be hilarious. The the, the vegan aspect of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's vegan. Yeah, I don't. This is vegan. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something like that. You know. Yeah. Danielson hates vlogs, though. Like he, he doesn't like doing. Do it. Promo, buddy. I know. He's I know it's not a vlog, segment. but like he doesn't like just camera stuff like that. He might just like kick the can away from you. So Which, hey, I, I, I mean, like if you can do it, I look. That's a that's a dream promo for for me to see. So I think everyone knows my opinion on Brian Danielson. So best of all time, I would say Brian. And for some weird reason, Undertaker. I feel like that'd be really crazy to do it with him. Yeah, that would be an interesting one. You and I just feel like you know what, or or I could be like, this is this one G Fuel flavor <laughs> that looks like Kane. Have you seen it? What's the flavor? No, I, I don't think I know. What you're the about. can looks like Kane. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, okay. Look up, look up, uh, Pootie Pie G Fuel flavor. Okay. Pootie right, Pie, dude, the bro fist. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm looking this a... up right now. Uh, oh yeah, I can see it. The the ligand ligandberry. No, is it no? Is it red and black? Yeah, it's red and black. It's like it's like king, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, so it's, a, it's a PewDiePie can. That's that's the flavor. It's, oh uh, yeah, I see. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Okay. To me. That looks like I'm taking a cane in a promo. <laughs> or Kurt Angle <laughs> with the milk. There's just so that's much true. you could do. You know what I mean? Like, come on, right? Uh, Vinny, tell us about your upcoming match with uh, Charlie Haas. Ooh, that's going to be fun as heck. That is going to be North Carolina, Riley North, no, Cary, North Carolina for FWE, February 3rd. Um, Vinny versus Charlie Haas. It's a match I never saw coming, but got the text, got the email. Hey, I want to book you for this match. I think it'll be different. I think it'll be really good because it'll show more of your technical stuff. And, you know, you have to hang with somebody who's a lot taller than you. And I said, bring it. I'm always down for a challenge, always down to grow, and always down to learn from people who are better than me. Like that. This is kind of random, and I just just curious. Um, I know you wrestled Facade recently, like fairly yes. recently. Yes. Um, he's someone who I think is like really underrated. I've been watching him for like for, it feels like forever. Like I, I mean, he's like a he's like a veteran that like I just feel like I was watching him like the Nashville Fairgrounds years ago, and I remember thinking back then like he was so different and talented um if you wanted to kind of speak to him and maybe some other like maybe underrated uh people out there that that you see out there that maybe don't get enough kind of love from the fan base facade is definitely one of them he's been around he has been around he's done some really cool things but i think he deserves more love uh definitely who else do i believe deserves some more love um i don't put you on the spot here like to name names but no, I definitely think Smiley. His name is Smiley. He's a he's a luchador type, but he's just one of the best bases I've ever worked with in wrestling. 
Um, he's a, he's mostly out of Northeast team, but I just he is somebody who I think should be everywhere. Smiley, smile, Smiley Fairchild, Smiley Lucha, uh, social media. He is somebody I've done I've done two promos with him. I think he's just in the ring. He's one of the most innovative talents I've ever worked with in my life. Anthony Gangone, also someone who's extremely innovative in the ring. I wrestled him recently in October, I believe. And, uh, oh my God, his, his character, horror, right? Sort of thing. We did a spot in the match. I drank the energy drink, right? He grabbed my hand and forced me to drown on my energy drink, right? That's Something hard. different. And I thought, that's how he beat me. Took the drink and put, you know what I mean? And that was it. Finished. And um, he is somebody who is so, in, like, obviously, innovative and just so crisp in his wrestling. He deserves so much more love, too. Um, there's more people I want to mention because this is a good question and I want to give people their flowers. Um, Logan Black, 100%. He is a veteran. He's helped train me here and there. Uh, we've had some really good matches together. He's, basically, he's also the trainer of T2T. Um, those kids have an amazing trainer, and they know they do. They respect him, and they respect him, and they appreciate him greatly. Um, Asriel, yeah, you wrestled him recently as well. Yes, he is yeah. phenomenal. He is someone I love wrestling. He's somebody who definitely deserves way more love than he gets. I tell you that much. Cheeseburger, as you know, he gets love, but he always deserves love. And last but not least, Red Titus, one of my best friends, yeah. not biased. He is. Impeccable shape always, never changes, um, which is a testament to how dedicated he really is to this craft and professional wrestling. And he deserves some serious recognition and serious love. He's had some really good spots at Ring of Honor lately, and every time makes the most of every opportunity. And I believe that's so important in wrestling. To every every opportunity you're given, thankfully blessed with some amazing opportunities that I have. I'm very grateful. But every opportunity, whether it's big, small, whether it's a podcast, whether it's uh, an article online that you're writing, whether it's anything, a promo, anything you're doing, I say make the absolute most of every opportunity. So for me, these promos are created from thin air. So I'm creating something from nothing. I believe that's something that could be applied to a lot of wrestlers and a lot of people. So I would always say, or people who are newer than me want advice or whatever, Make something from nothing and make the most of every opportunity you're given, big, small, or huge. Make the most of every time. Vinny, uh, last one before we let you go. Last time you were on here, we, we did about 20 minutes on candles. Uh, we don't quite have that much time, but do you have any candles? I mean, my wife was such a big fan. Oh. So I was in Japan on Christmas. Gave it to my wife. She helped it to me. To open. And this is a flavor I've wanted for the longest time. I don't know why I'm still in this. Everybody else did. <laughs> oh, it smells so good. Pumpkin oh, pecan go. waffle. 
pumpkin Ooh, pecan waffles. Wow. That sounds good. <laughs> oh my god. I'll put this on right after this podcast. And I then I got it. this for my wedding gift. Midnight magic. Okay. Don't okay. know what it is. <laughs> What's it smell like? Oh, it smells like a men's cologne. It says stone sage. Like think of like a an act body wash. Okay. That wear, they take in the shower. Think about that. Okay. Um <clears throat> Let me think. I have this one right here. This is my favorite one. Oh, and this one. I have a small one too. This one is uh, it's hug. I don't know what that means. It means just like give a hug or something like that. Yeah, just hug. Yeah, why not? I love who loves love. Like you need to lean lean deeper in it than that. Just hug. Yeah, and then I have. See, it's been used so much lately. <laughs> it's Advent calendar flavor. Oh, that's it. Just like chocolate. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, okay. That sounds. Yeah. That sounds good, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. I, I. I leave that. So it went up to here. I bought it last year, but like I used it for December, January, and I, for a while I just like these other ones because it was like seasonal. But like lately, I'm just like using this one. Like half of like chocolate. It's so good. So. Good. <clears throat> you have all these cool options. Like I go to the store and I usually buy a candle and then like I use it for like two or three days. It burns completely out. Then I go get another one from like Walmart for you know on the ten dollar rack or whatever. But. <laughs> Um, I need to get more variety of candles in my life. Um, one last question I have for you. Um, this is a very important question. Now, before I ask this, I need to preface. Are you um, up to date with like the products of like AEW and WWE? Like, do you keep up with that as well? Like as a fan at all? I try to. Lately, try to. I haven't been so much because I've been so busy with Japan and Christmas and the holidays. I've been under, under, understood. Um, and it's okay if you don't have an answer for this or, or an opinion, but um, the Rock returned yesterday, and like it's a pretty big topic for um, like you know this is being recorded on Tuesday. It's going to be aired on Thursday, and there's a lot of concern that Cody Rhodes may get boxed out of the the spot with Roman Reigns. Would like if you had to make a guess right now, like as a fan, like a lifelong wrestling fan that's also a wrestler themselves, do you think the main event of WrestleMania this year should be? I know it's two nights, but like assuming just one one option for Roman, do you think it's Cody and Roman or? Cody and the Rock at WrestleMania this year. You see, it being two nights. Now answer can't. truthfully. Answer gotta truthfully. Be, we gotta assume Roman night. wrestles once. Roman's yeah, only got, got one match. One we gotta Roman gets one match. Who's he? Who's he facing? Who's he facing? <laughs> Listen, Cody would be awesome because Cody's the man. I, I love him, but I just think for the sake of ticket sales, drawing. The story of good cousins. seeing you again, Vinny. We're uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to uh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm messing with you. I know where you're going with this. I know I where you're going like with this. The Rock's the biggest match ever. The Rock and Roman's humongous. I know. You can't go wrong with either match. I feel like you know because Cody definitely has this story going for him. He has the whole background of everything that he's doing. I understand that. Um, but I just feel as if like honestly, I would just say. Have the Cody match this year, and then why not build SummerSlam and have the biggest SummerSlam ticket sales ever, and have The Rock and Roman SummerSlam no title. I'm 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 in for that. I think that's a great idea, Vinny. Thank you. I think Vinny, you're welcome good, back it's now. It's a good solution. You're, yeah, you're, I forget. Yeah, disregard everything I said just a second ago about kicking you out early. Um, no, there's also like a line of thinking that maybe they'll do Roman and The Rock at uh, in Australia. I think is like Elimination Chambers, Australia. And that could be like cool that. too. 
So um, I want to get your opinion on this in all, in all honesty, because like, it's going to be a big topic that we're going to be talking about live before everyone sees this interview. So like, we'll be okay. talking a lot about this and uh, since you actually wrestle, it'd be cool to get your opinion on it. So um, there's no wrong answer there. I am a giant mark for Cody Rhodes. I, I love Cody. You know, yeah. So thanks. Yeah, me too. Cool. He's phenomenal. He's a great guy too. I met him a few times and talked to him a few times during, during my, during my time in ring of honor, he was like on his way out and um he was always a, always a pleasure to be around. You know, always was like, always. So there's people in wrestling. I'm gonna give you a small list of people real quick before we go. Cause I know I know you gotta go. There's like five people that I would say, being around them, you feel better, right? Good vibes. They're good people and they're genuine to be around. Ready? Rocky Romero. Every time I was backstage at AEW talking to Rocky Romero, and I just felt. Like we, I also had him. We we wrestled each other, and uh, we were in the car for a little while, and just nothing but the best vibes. And Rocky is somebody who is favorite people inside, outside the ring. Probably one of the best in the world, right? Always great vibes. Brett, always great vibes. We laugh nonstop. Me and Red, like we could we could we could hang out together and laugh more than we talk. Cheeseburger vibes immaculate every time. Always good to be around. We talk every single day of our lives. We're like best friends. I see him all the time. He trained, he trained me too. Um, Mike Bailey, vibes, and, and just always always a pleasure to be around and a joy. And Paul London, somebody who I've been around. And Bobby Fish and John, I, I could go, I could, I, and John Morrison and Kennedy. I could go on and on. These people are just great to be around. And oh, Gangrel, great to be around and great to pick their brains. So of the list of guys, if you're watching and you want to get some advice, go to them because they will, they will, if you're a good person and you're a good talent, they will give you their time and they will help you. You will learn. I promise I've done it. I've gotten better for it. And something that I still do to this day where I pick brains and I get advice because it's, you can never, you can never stop learning. And every day, every day, try to get one step closer to learn something new. So these people who are great people, I believe, love them to death. And I feel like they want the new generation to, to, to learn and do their best. I love hearing that. And just for what it's worth, if Cheeseburger ever sees this, uh, before Fightful ever existed, I believe, um, I randomly, it was such a random thing. I was walking down downtown Nashville in a Shinsuke Nakamura shirt when, when Nakamura was still in New Japan. It was just mm -hmm. like black king of strong style Shinsuke Nakamura shirt. And somebody completely random stopped me on the street and was like, yeah, Nakamura. And I like double took and I was like, is that Cheeseburger? And then like I went and got a picture with him. And That's he was great. like super nice. So um, if you have a picture with me. Great. Yeah, I have the picture somewhere. I, I will send that to you. Yeah, cool. absolutely. Vinny, uh, we appreciate you joining us here tonight. Uh, let, let everybody know where they can find you. Twitter. Twitter, Vinny Pacifico 1. Twitter is where everything goes. My most important app because that's how wrestling is. Twitter is number one. Vinny Pacifico 1, Twitter. Instagram is just Vinny Pacifico. Facebook, Vinny Pacifico. And I'm not that active on it, but TikTok is Vinny Pacifico. Soon to have Twitch, right? Yeah, maybe Kick. You might want to look into Kick.com as well. They're, they're the ones giving out the big streamer contracts right now. I'm just going to throw that out there. Cool. Hell yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much for having me, guys, today. I know today was a busy day for you both, and I know that we all had a busy day, so I'm very glad we were able to get together and talk and spit some game about wrestling. You know, it's it, it's what makes us do what we do, right? Love, love for the game. Yes, Vinny, we, we appreciate, appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. it's it's always good to talk to you, buddy. Um, Thank you. You know, we've done plenty of shows with you coming on in the weeds, which is always appreciated. And then, you know, we maybe sometimes. Joel, 
here and there. He, Joel sucks. Oh, <laughs> gosh, that guy. He's going to bury Joel on the way out of here. Yeah, he's terrible. He's What's awful. What's he doing? Yeah, Canadian. I mean, yeah, just terrible, terrible. Vinny, you're, 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 getting, you're getting you're getting him fed. He he uh he content farmed your your tweet. For, he did uh, for engagement. Oh my god, engagement. Yeah, he did. Forty thousand views. He got. You gotta fight him. Like you gotta you gotta punch him next time you see him. He leached. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm he leached. Go to dude, he he yeah. leached your clout, Vinny. He leached your clout. Exactly. I'm go to Canada and drag him out of his. No, nah, I'm kidding. Um, no, do it. <laughs> a lot of a lot of wrestlers want to beat him up. A lot of wrestlers really? do want to beat him up. Oh yeah, Steve Macklin, Tasha Steels. Oh my gosh, like, dangerous yeah, people. Ricky Shane Page. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, a lot now, of wrestlers want to beat, want to beat you up. By the time this airs, Richard Holiday might want to beat him up. That's mm. that's going to be my goal for tomorrow. So you know, yeah. I'll try to make that happen. Vinny, we appreciate it, buddy. Uh, <laughs> take care. Good luck with everything in the safe. new year. I Bless know we'll guys. be talking plenty coming up, uh, guys. Thank you for joining us. Follow Vinny. All the links are below. Go check it out. Guys, we'll be right back here on the Spotlight. We are back. Thank you to Vinny Pacifico for joining us in the Creator Spotlight. Go support Vinny. All the links are below. Go check out his uh, Twitter Twitter page where he's always dropping his vignettes, his promos, getting other wrestlers to try, the power punch, the G Fuel, the G Fuel right here. I'm all out of fuel, everybody. I have been awake for 26 hours now, covering a whole lot of wrestling in that 26 hours. I'm going to sleep. I hope everyone has a great Thursday. I hope everyone enjoys their time, whatever that might be on Thursday. hope everyone enjoyed Wrestle Kingdom. If you watched, if you haven't, go check it out. It was a good show. hope everyone enjoys their weekend. Uh, a lot of good wrestling this weekend. SmackDown. Should be a fun show. MLW Kings of Coliseum, AEW Collision, a lot of independent wrestling on IWTV and Fight TV. All right, everybody. Um, I'm getting out of here. Subscribe to the channel. Leave a thumbs up on the video. Subscribe to FightfulOverbook.com in the weeds tomorrow at eight. Tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern. We have Ricky Shane Page on. We had Richard Holiday on yesterday's episode of In the Weeds. Go check that out. FightfulOverbook.com. Our Wrestle Kingdom review is up on that channel as well head over to fightful.com all the news head over to fightfulselect.com a lot of a lot of the all the scoops all the all the all the the news you could ever want get it first get the authentic news from fightfulselect.com we'll talk to everybody next week here on the spotlight thank you guys for the the appreciation support i appreciate it i know steven jensen appreciate it talk to y'all next week bye everybody